What is up, everybody? Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world, whenever you are tuning into this video. My name is James Porcelli. And I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to episode number 12 of Ruthless Talk. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, today is a very, <clears throat> very special episode of Ruthless Talk. Today is Sunday. Today is our first ever pay-per-view review yes sir on this platform on this podcast man this is going to be extremely exciting i am super excited brian i'm sure you're excited as well man but today yeah absolutely is not just, today is not just any normal review guys you guys see the board behind me today is the first edition of the good the bad and the ugly all mm-hmm, right so mm-hmm. this is obviously talking about we talking about the <clears> royal <throat> Rumble, which was last night, January 28th, 2023. And we're going to talk all about it, man. There is a lot that happened in this show, Brian. And we're going to do every single bit of it. We're just going to, we're going to jump straight into it. But before we get into it, I do want to explain, I guess you can say the rules of this good and the bad and the ugly, because I know a lot of people are listening going, James, what is this? Like, how is this going to work? (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked that, everybody. Allow me to fill you guys in. So so for each match, we will fill. Brian also has a board as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are going to fill each match. Each match and segment will get one tally, okay? So each match will get one tally, whether we think it is good from our honest take or honest critique, obviously putting bias aside. um, We are going to... Um, demonstrate, you know, see whether this was a good, a bad, or an ugly match. Um, now, they do want to stay away from the ugly column because every tally that gets into that ugly, that will count as two bads once we do the final tally at the end of this show. So you want to stay away, Vince All right. and Tony Khan, for future <laughs> future pay-per-view reviews. Stay away from that ugly column man so and then of course like i said man we will tally all of those up by the end of this review and then we will uh demonstrate and then we will see if this was a good or a bad uh pay-per-view now if this goes to a tiebreaker if we have a tie uh then we will go to the kickoff show which i don't think there was a match in the kickoff show brian i I, got correct no no there so no, if there but is it was a just recapping, building up the rumble. We will honest, if that is the case, uh, we will come to like a little mutual agreement um, to see whether this was a good or bad pay per view um, from our own board. So if if for some reason I have a tie on my board, I will make that final decision whether this was a good or a bad pay per view uh, to break that tie. And Brian, you will do the same uh, as well, man. So. Guys, without further ado, man, we are jumping straight into this. This was the WWE Royal Rumble 2023 or January 28th, 2023. Mm -hmm. Let's jump into it, man. Let's go ahead and do it. All right, man. So first match was the men's Royal Rumble match. They did not waste any time. Very interesting, Brian. That was the first thing uh, I, 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 uh, I thought about as soon as they announced this, that um, they were starting off the night with the men's, mm-hmm. not the women's. It's it's the men's Royal Rumble match. So very very interesting start. I like it, but very interesting. So sure, yeah, I, I liked it too. Show. Yep. So yeah, man, men's Royal Rumble match kicks off the night live in San Antonio, Texas. By the way, actually, very nice crowd, very hot crowd for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's the Royal yeah. Rumble, it's a big one of their big pay per views uh, during their calendar year. 
So Gunther and Sheamus. Gunther draws number one, and Sheamus draws number two. So if you guys remember that huge uh, clash at the castle, um, you know, pay-per-view match they had, I'm sure you guys were probably very, very excited to see. I mean, they wasted no time, you know, getting physical in this match to Mm -hmm. start. So, you know, starting off with two big physical behemoths in that ring. So I actually like the start of that, Brian, a lot. I I think it it definitely, um, you know, if if, if anybody was going to start off this uh, this Royal Rumble, you have two behemoths like Gunther and Sheamus. So absolutely and then going absolutely. through this, uh, going through from one through 10. These are the uh, entrances from one through 10. So, of course, Gunther and Sheamus were one and two. The Miz was number three. Kofi Kingston was number four. Johnny Gargano at number five. Xavier Woods at number six. Karrion Cross at number seven. Chad Gable at number eight. Drew McIntyre at 10. And Santos Escobar at number ten. So, so McIntyre was nine. I'm sorry, nine. Excuse me, I can't yeah, count yeah. today, guys. I apologize. <laughs> That's why I have Brian here because if any time I can fuck up, then he's going. To, he will correct me. So, I appreciate you, Brian. So, anyway, yeah, man. By the way, this ramp entrance was long. I mean, yeah, you gotta for like. Sure. That was a long. Was one. like a mile run all the way from the ramp <laughs> to the freaking ring. So. But yeah, man, Miz. So Miz is during his entrance. I thought he was funny. He kind of hesitates getting into the ring. He does his type of heel, um, heel type of uh, shticks here. Um, like I said, man, long entrance way, man. So people are running. Mm-hmm. Some people are just sprinting. You know, doing their best Ultimate Warrior impression, sprinting into right. the ring. Some people taking their time. Um, Shout out Nikki Cross. <laughs> to Nikki we'll Cross. Get we'll get to get to that in her yeah. her entrance, her sprints to the ring. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, there was a part of the new day, uh, the new day, um, who were obviously, you know, teaming up, obviously sticking together, you know, right. This match. Uh, I don't know if you caught this, Brian, or just forgot, but there was a moment where I think they were about to go to blows because they were, they were face to face with one another. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they like jumped in each other's arms and Xavier Woods started slapping Kofi's ass. I, I don't know. You know so, what? I, I missed that. I it was, yeah, dude. I, 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 even the it. crowd was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah like, trust me, guys, that that's a real thing. Like if you, if you guys have time, like go back and watch this. Like, I'm not kidding. That's exactly what happened. You guys are probably re- like hearing this and you're like, James, what, what did you just say? Yeah. No guys, that literally, that's something that legit happened <laughs> again. Just definitely the uh, WTF moment, <laughs> at least right, right now of this match is concerned. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, when Cross, Cross, and Gunther at one point go at it, they were face to face. Pretty nice little, bat, little, nice little stare down there. Um, yeah, man. And then uh, Cross, really, I'll be honest, man. I don't know who pissed carrying Cross off, but like within less than maybe two minutes, he's he's gone. He's out of there, man. I think Drew McIntyre, who was entrant number nine, and he uh, Cross was number seven. By that nine, that ninth entrant, man. Cross is done and he's out of there. Man. Yeah. I was not mm-hmm. expecting that at all. Um, very kind of little disappointed with that because, you know, I think carrying Cross has a tremendous upside. And the fact that he kind of looks like a kind of like a geek getting lo- getting already eliminated within two minutes. Definitely. Especially right, after right. getting rolled up uh, on Friday Night Smackdown. Of course, I don't know if anybody caught Friday Night Smackdown when he faced Rey Mysterio. But yeah, man, just a really uh, just a really weird at least for mm-hmm. the at least for right now, Brian, the first third of this match, very very odd. From Kofi uh, Xavier slapping Kofi's ass to freaking Karrion Cross getting eliminated in less than two minutes, 
Uh, yeah. And then I think Gunther eliminated Kofi. There was a point <clears throat> where Brian he actually landed on a he landed on one of the commentary uh, chairs, and I thought they were gonna have that that stunt where Kofi you know he does that surprise type of save. Right, where two feet don't the hit ring. the ground. We never got that. Uh, so I thought that that because I saw him land on the chair. I'm like, oh, okay, that's gonna be the the comeback to get in the ring. But no, I, I guess the the they they made the confirm that his feet touched the floor and that was it for Kofi Kingston. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, that's so far, you know, and, and that's my downfall about this, about this match, at least as a whole, not a whole lot of surprises uh, in this match, Brian. I mean, that, and that's the thing no, I talk really about wasn't. the Royal Rumble. I've said this about, about it for weeks, you know, you know, get people, you know, w- you know, needing to tune in, not just wanting to tune in, you know, I mm-hmm. need to see like who comes out. I need to see if any surprise entrances, like, you know, because going into it, we knew about almost 20 people that were going to be in this match. And it was just right. kind of it just kind of derailed that aspect of it. You know what I mean? But again, I have a different aspect of this, um, you know, going into going later into this match. But Brian, so far, your thoughts uh, with this match, by the way. Oh, actually, yeah. actually, before I get to you, I do want to place a good. And that was the very start of this show. The uh, yeah, I was going to mention that. Yep. Pat McAfee, guys, is back. He was back on yeah. commentary with Corey Graves and Michael Cole, which, by the way, that should just be the commentary team for every single show. Um, yep. uh, like it, it is so good to see Pat McAfee back. So, Brian, I'm going to start this off very early. Pat yeah. McAfee coming back to commentary gets its own good. For sure, yeah, I, I'm in agreement there. I, I was going to mention that too, because yeah, it's uh, he definitely brings the entertainment, uh, you know, and, and he's good on the mic, and, and yeah, that that combination of those three guys, it just man, you know, they, they tell the story, they keep it fluid and moving, and, and you know, it's awesome. So yeah, that that was a good, absolutely. Um, as far as getting into the rumble, yeah, uh, starting off with Gunther and Sheamus, I thought that was a good start. Um, and we'll, I'll have more to say about Gunther throughout because if, if you haven't heard of Gunther or you're not really, you know, he's not on your radar, he should be now. Um, I, I've been, you know, him and Imperium uh, together, but mainly him. I, I've been watching him for the last year or so, and that's a star right there. He's, and, and you know, this, I, I think this, uh, the whole Rumble match here kind of, solidified that for him <clears throat> so yeah um a good start and then yeah as you say i, I think that was a, a little bit early for uh carrying cross to be eliminated um i'm pretty high on him as well like i want to see see him in more you know better storylines and and whatnot whatnot um but yeah no no real shockers or i wouldn't say any disappointments or anything like that um not just yet so yeah, it was a, it was an okay start. The the highlight for me was Sheamus and Gunter, and and then we're getting into eleven through twenty here. Yeah, man, it's funny you do mention Gunther, man. I was, I'm gonna get to a lot with him towards the end, yeah, um, of the show, man. Because Gunther, like you said, man, they a star was made last night, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get more into Gunther as we go through this uh, through this match, but but yeah, man, it's time to uh, announce the 11, 11 through twenty entrances. So number 11 was Angelo Dawkins. 12 was Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. 13 was Bobby Lashley. 14 was Baron Corbin. 15 was Seth Rollins. 16 was Otis. 17 was Rey Mysterio? Question mark. 
going to get to that. Uh, right. Dominic uh, was number 18. Elias at 19. And Finn Balor was number 20, man. So now this is starting to where the, the rumble definitely picked up just a little bit. Kind of a slow start. You know, nothing too crazy. Nothing crazy happened from the first you know the first third uh, third of this of this match but mm-hmm. definitely picked up man so yeah Brock Lesnar enters this match at number 12 and he pretty much takes out everybody this is where the elimination <laughs> pretty much starts yeah. it starts with Brock Lesnar man and then uh he comes face to face with Gunther now that's Brian there was so many moments the in here the wheels yeah. are turning in my head when I, know, I see I that know. when I see that face off man that was really something cool to see man yeah uh and yeah man Bobby Lashley uh who I believe was the very next entrant he ends up eliminating Brock Lesnar so Brock Lesnar doesn't even last so he does he does take out a lot of people but then within under three minutes He's was also it that's he's out, out I was going to say under five, but yeah, was it that he quick? Out of there, man, with a clothesline. <clears throat> I believe he delivered a clothesline over the top rope to Brock Lesnar. And yeah, man, Brock Lesnar's hitting the showers early. Yeah. Or, until, that until he does a little bit of damage first. And that was because <laughs> pretty much he he pretty much lost it. Yeah, I mean, he's slamming steel steps onto the commentary table. Baron, as Baron Corbin comes out to his entrance, he just F fives this dude. Aaron, Baron Corbin shouldn't have shown up to, to the freaking match. He should have just <laughs> taken a flight back to his hometown. He shouldn't even showed up to the arena. And yeah, man, he's laid out to the ring. He hasn't even put, he hasn't even, he hasn't even got in. Yeah. He takes, he's taken out ref. He's taken out referees. He's taken out security. And then, yeah, man, he finally exits, uh, exits through the crowd, man. So, and I think, um, yeah. So, I mean, look, you know, and that's what I like about Brock, um, Brian, is just like, you know, he, obviously his intensity, but it's also, again, the realism of, of his situation. We know, like, his character, his sometimes he can get very hot-headed, he can get very, you know, kind of like off the deep end. Yeah. And especially, mm-hmm. you know, for someone like Bobby Lashley, who he's gotten the upper hand, you know. I understand we've talked about Bobby Lashley and Brock and how just redundant it is and we don't really need to see it. But in regards into the moment, Brian, in regards to the moment of this match and how Brock just freaking loses it, um, I, I at the moment I liked it. You know, I liked uh-huh. it a lot. It, you know, I don't think again, we obviously knew that Brock wasn't winning this thing anyway. Um, you know, it would have been cool to see him just last just a few more minutes, but I guess, you know. You know, Brock being a part-timer, he's he hardly, sh- you know, he's that part-timer type of schedule. You know, we we mm-hmm. already know what his matches are pretty much like. They only last maybe five to six minutes. So you kind of knew that Brock Lesnar was going to make short work and he was going to be out of there pretty quickly. Uh, but still, man, you know, I, I, I like the destruction and I like the realism that Brock usually brings, man. So, yeah. Yeah, moving on. And then we go, Rey Mysterio was supposed to be the 17th entrant, but... He never comes out. And then Dominic Mysterio, who's that 18th entrant, comes out holding Rey Mysterio's mask. I really, really like it. Now, I hear the reason why is because Rey Mysterio did get injured. Uh, Mm -hmm. That is a report that I'm hearing. I will confirm that um, in the next few days just to make sure that that statement is true. But yeah, man, from what I'm hearing, Rey Mysterio got hurt. That's why he never entered in this match. So they went to a, like a little storyline and I like that, you know, don't just write someone off and then just yeah, you know, yeah. ignore it, you know, continue to play it off. Like Dominic, you know, beat the shit out of this dude backstage and took his mask and everything. Right. So mm-hmm. um, again, liked it, man. So again, this is what I'm saying. And the bit, you know, the, 
The steam was starting to pick up just a little bit, man. Still no surprise entrances yet, again, which I'm still a little right. bit down about, but I'll get more into that uh, in just a second, man. But yeah, Elias... And Elias, man, again, I said the same thing with Cross. I don't know who he's pissed off, man, but, I mean, this dude didn't even last more than a minute, like his entire injury. And I believe yeah. it was um, uh, who eliminated him. I want to say it was also Gunther. Uh, that eliminated yeah, might, yeah, I'm not sure. But... Elias. Again, I don't have, like, the people that actually got eliminated <laughs> from who in this match. But, yeah, um, but yeah man, Elias, again, he, I think I, he had one Qatar shot, and then that was pretty much his, his entire entire night he hits the showers pretty early man so yeah yeah ryan back to you man your your thoughts about this match so far in these first 11 11 through 20 entrances throughout the middle of this match man floor is yours take it away yeah so this is definitely my first little surprise to me in the match was uh lesnar getting eliminated so early um and the only thing i really would have changed there you know was continue again and we'll, we'll talk about it some more afterwards but i would have gone with gunter eliminating him um just to solidify that more i mean i get it lashley you know they've had the battles before you know there's only a, a, a handful maybe even like two three guys legitimately that you would take seriously eliminating brock lesnar um i you know who drew bobby lashley and gunter omos maybe um, so yeah, there's not that many, but, uh, I just, I, preferably I would have gone with Gunter there. Um, but yeah, as you said, no surprise entries yet. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, kind of everybody in there, you know, you know, for themselves what the, what the rumble match is. And yeah, that was not a whole lot for me to say there other than the, the surprise, you know, of how quickly Lesnar was eliminated. But other than that, you know, we're, we're continuing in a traditional rumble match, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Now it's time to announce the final nine entrances, and then we will get to the final result of this match, man. So number 21 was Booker T. Can yeah. you dig it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah, Booker he was the T. first Booker one. Booker T looks good, man. He looks he, he does. Looks uh, yeah. He, yeah, he enters the ring at number 21. Unfortunately, Gunther makes uh he does quick work in short order and eliminates him. Um, but again, it's kind of, you know, he did his little spin of Rooney. He had his little, <laughs> right, right. He had his few moments of fame. And then Gunther mm -hmm. said, bitch, get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> so again, but it was, it was still good to see Booker T. You know, it's cool mm -hmm. to see like those legends kind of come back. We heard rumblings yeah. about that. He make, he could make an appearance into the rumble. So it was cool to see that, that, uh, that rumor uh, came true. So again, mm -hmm. shout out to uh, Booker T. Anyway, going through the rest of these entries, man, uh, number 22 was Damian Priest. 23 was Montez Ford. Number 24 was Edge. Edge making his return last night. Yes. Number 25 was Austin Theory. 26 was Omos. Number 24 was Braun Strowman. 29, 28 was Ricochet. Number 29, Logan Paul. Logan Paul returns as well from his mm -hmm. injury. I got a lot to say about that as well. And number 30, you guessed it, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. Mr. Cody Rhodes, man, the American nightmare himself. Yep. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, Edge comes out at number 24, man. I'm going to start off with that, man. The Judgment Day at this point is pretty much taking control of the Rumble. They got the strength yep. in numbers. And Edge comes out, man, and, and you know, he's, he's taking out the Judgment Day spearing them left and right um and then he comes face to face with seth rollins um you know, nice little stare down there and that's why brian like why did they <clears throat> turn this dude baby face imagine if this guy was just still a full-blown heel like mm -hmm. why was there a need to turn him 
babyface again it, with this character. Like, are I, we talking about me, Rollins? Here? About Rollins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that's right. exactly what I mean about Seth mm-hmm. Rollins. Like, you know, it's just you know because he had his he has his problems with with Edge as a heel. He had his problems with Cody Rhodes, who he also came face to face with as a heel. Yeah. To me, that would have made the moment more just more special if you would have had something for Seth Rollins as a full blown heel, but. You know, people, you know, people got, you know, so into his freaking entrance music and then, you know, well, let's just make him a baby face, you know, even though yeah. his character is like a freaking heel. But, you know, people just love his theme song. Let's just make him a baby face. No one's going to say anything. Right. Yeah. No, well. not at all. <laughs> but anyway, man. So, again, still, you know, look, listen, it was still a cool moment. Nothing. Yeah. And again, yeah. Nothing, you know, that was wow. Like, oh, my God. I mean, it was like, oh, cool. No, nah, that's pretty solid. Seth and Edge face to face. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, so Edge eliminated Finn and Priest before that stare down happened. And then Edge does get eliminated by Dominic, but with the assist from Finn and Damian Priest. And they pretty much start brawling towards the rampway. Austin Theory is making his way to the ring. Edge and, and Judgment Day are still going at it. And then finally, man, Rhea Ripley comes out. She blindsides Edge from behind. And then, guys, Beth phoenix yeah hits the ramp or hits the stage and she spears Rhea into next week man that was freaking the stare down there the fear in in, in Rhea's face beth phoenix just the realism in her in her face mm-hmm. the anger in her face i love beth phoenix so much man yeah I me too miss this woman a lot um it was so it was so so good to see her uh but yeah man a really cool moment there so Obviously, that whole storyline between Edge and the Judgment Day isn't done. We'll talk more about that, you yep. know, obviously later on and, and in future episodes as well. Um, but yeah, man, so that all that happened. And of course, Logan Paul, man, Logan Paul returns. Got I got to say, Brian, very impressed by the he way had the holy shit happened. moment of the night. That too. <laughs> but also the fact that this guy tore his ACL, right? He yeah. His MCL. Mm-hmm. And here he is. He's like just a few few months later and here he is and he's and he's back man now obviously i'm sure that you know that that spot you know they try to you know make him do what he's able to do in the ring not to go too overboard since this is his first time sure. back um but yeah man like you said man that that holy shit moment with him and ricochet even mm-hmm. though i say i'm very critical about ricochet but that moment between him and and logan paul dude that was i was like i was like what the hell are they about to do here and they uh, just that you, was you, impressive you can hear like the like the smack in the middle in the middle of the air, man. That was yeah, that was insane. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, man, go back and watch that shit, man. That yep. was pretty, pretty freaking epic. The crowd popped after that. They because you can, like I said, man, you can hear the collision. Like pretty much, guys just jumped at one another off the top rope and pretty much clotheslined each other in in midair. It was actually yeah. freaking cool, honestly. But yeah, man, like I said, <clears throat> very impressed by the way Logan Paul is able to come back from his injury, mm-hmm. man. So shout out to Logan Paul. Um, and he's done and and I and I know there's not a lot of and there was a, he actually got booed. I don't know if you heard Did it? No, there I, was I a lot it. of boos, and I'm like, here's the like I don't and here's why I don't understand it. It's because like this guy has actually done extremely well since since he started here. You know, sure. I understand, you know, people you know, people were upset, like, oh, why is he getting a title match against Roman? Well, why is he why is he in this big match, guys? It was a Saudi Arabia show. It, it did right. no harm to freaking anybody. 
you know, and, and he and the match delivered. It was good. And it, and, and it and it like I said, man, just delivered to new heights. So, mm-hmm. again, man, shout out to Logan Paul. He's he's been killing it since he's gotten here. And even though, you know, I'm skeptical about, you know, influencers and stuff like that. And again, I'm, I'm a, I've as a kid growing up, I've watched YouTube. Logan Paul was was one of the YouTubers I've watched growing up. And, you know, and there's a lot of others. Um, but sure, like I, said, sure. man, I give him I give him tremendous, tremendous credit, man. So. But yeah, man, that whole collision happened. And of course, man, number 30 was Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, makes his mm. big return, even though we knew that he was going to return anyway. But different story for a different mm-hmm. day. Uh, yep. But anyway, man, so Cody Rhodes comes out smoking all, making the moment pretty special. Um, Got to say, Brian, not a fan of him being out there at number 30. I thought it was kind of way, way too predictable. Um, If right. we're going to have him out, maybe have him somewhere between you know, 11 through 20 or, you know, or maybe 21 through that 29 mark, you know, since it sure. is his first technically match back. Um, But yeah, just, you know, it's, it's like, cause it's obvious that we know he's coming back. We know he's in the rumble. When you see that 30 um slot coming in that 30 entry countdown, you're like, well, we know who this is. Right. So <laughs> yeah, I kind of, like I said, and that's why I was upset. Like, why don't, why not just hold off the announcement and make the moment more special, man, that would have, if that was the case, Brian, then I would have like a different opinion about this Royal Rumble match in this good and the bad and the ugly review. Yeah, yeah. But again, we move on, man. So finishing this off, man, the final four was Rhodes, uh, Seth Rollins, Gunther, and Austin Theory was your final four uh, in this Rumble. Um, Logan, I think Logan Paul eliminated Seth Rollins. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brian. Is that what happened? I, you know what? I'd have to go back and look at that. I believe, uh, yeah, I, I'm I, not I wanna, sure. I'm 95% sure that that's what happened. Yeah, like Logan Paul, because I have that in my notes. I took this last night, of course, when I watched the show. Yeah, Logan Paul eliminated uh, Seth Rollins because um, he technically was never eliminated. I think like yeah, he, that's he took like a spot after that in one of the matches, and I think he rolled under the ring or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Um. And then the final two came down to Cody Rhodes and uh, and Gunther, man. Or the final three was Logan Paul. He got eliminated by Cody Rhodes. And right. Then, yeah, man. Gunther, the number one entrant, guys, mm-hmm. who lasted an hour and eleven minutes. That is a new record. Yep. Comes face to face with the 30th entrant with Cody Rhodes. And they, <laughs> for six plus minutes, they let these two go at it. And mm-hmm. this was the highlight of the entire freaking match, Brian. They yeah, just sure. let the props to <clears throat> Gunther. This, a, a, a star was born in Gunther mm-hmm. last night. And, you know, because I, I'm just I'm I gotta give all my props, man, to Gunther. We obviously know if you guys know Gunther, if you guys have heard of Gunther from as Walter from NXT UK and NXT, you guys know how talented this guy is. But mm-hmm. if you're a casual fan and you're not familiar with Gunther, and you're watching Gunther in this Royal Rumble match for the first time, well, I'm sure you've taken notice now because this dude delivered last night and all and and yeah for sure know, and cody rhodes obviously deserves his credit with the back you know with the back and forth that they went you know going toe to toe at one one another the chops the the mannerisms and everything man just so so well done and yeah man when it's all said and done man cody rhodes eliminates gunther and the winner mm-hmm. of this match your 2023 royal rumble winner is cody rhodes man mm-hmm. Headed to WrestleMania. I, and he's headed to WrestleMania. That's right. I've said this, guys, for months. 
that this is something that they needed to do. This is mm-hmm. something that that had to happen. I understand people are going to sit here and say, it was so predictable, James. We knew who was going to win. And I completely get it. Trust me. That that was. I am very underwhelmed to the fact that there was not a whole lot of surprises in this match. And that's pretty much what the whole concept of the Royal Rumble match is. Sure. But it's the way that everything... The way everything played out, you had Rey Mysterio and Dominic, you had Edge and the Judgment Day, Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley, you know, hell, even even though I'm skeptical about Brock versus Lesnar right now, I'll throw that in there as well. And and that, all those mannerisms that happened in the match, man. And then, of course, the, mm-hmm. the cherry on top was Cody Rhodes and Gunther trading chop for chop, fist to fist, going back and forth. And then Cody Rhodes getting that ultimate, ultimate um achievement well not ultimate achievement because there's still a task he still has to do right right that's to dethrone roman reigns at wrestlemania which is going to happen now man it is it's pretty much official and i am super super excited i'm so happy that they went through with this and that it's going to happen because like i said guys i'm gonna send this off to brian um i've said this for months that cody rhodes is the guy to dethrone roman reigns and right now Everything is sitting in their lap. Brian, yep. go ahead, man. Your thoughts. Yeah. So the last 10 uh, entrants uh, here, I think, is when it, you know, really, really picked up. Um, you know, I'll start at the end here. I mean, yeah, the right guy won. It, you know, it it had to be, it should be Cody Rhodes. You know, could they have made it more of a, a surprise? Yeah, absolutely. Um so, you know, for anybody who's, you know, down on it because it was predictable, well, maybe so, but he's also the guy that it needs to be. Um, let me get into Logan Paul real quick, man, because so obviously I, I'm, I'm the older of us two. I did not grow up with Logan Paul. I've, and, you know, I've seen, you know, things, not a fan at all um, to the point where it's, it's, uh, <laughs> like grinds on my nerves, you know? Um, but yeah, in, in this arena and wrestling, you know, I, I'm not here for the, you know, you want to come out and, you know, fight some guy like 20 years past his prime or, you know, get in the ring with some MA, MMA dude where it's, you know, like this is about money and, and it's going to be, it'll be a match, but I think more so it's an exhibition, you know, cause Look, I'm not buying Logan Paul legitimately getting in there right now with an MMA guy or a legit, you know, I'm sorry, Floyd Mayweather could have knocked his ass out whenever he wanted to. <laughs> you know, that's just my opinion. Well, technically, well, then, technically he he's he 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 boxed Floyd Mayweather and he Well, lost. that's what I'm saying. Well, that's in what his prime, and, and well, I, I, in his prime. I, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, even yeah, yeah, even yeah. past his prime. I yeah, mean, yeah. I I don't consider that a legit boxing match. Like, oh, okay, and it, yeah. it, I didn't Floyd Mayweather is. It's funny because he has a drink name Prime. By the way, shout out to everybody who drinks Prime. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, no. So I mean, I'm not buying that he could hang with Floyd Mayweather at at any point. You know, if if you're actually yeah. having a legit boxing match. Yeah. But again, in this arena and pro wrestling, where it is scripted, and he does have the athletic ability. And the storytelling ability. I mean, he yeah. he does have that. Actually, um, he's a better wrestler than he is a boxer, to be honest. Yeah. From what I've seen, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the times I've seen him in the ring, he goes, man. And he he puts on, like, 
I think like, he, holy has shit a wrestling, he has a wrestling background, if I'm not mistaken. No, like, sure. Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't I be surprised. Say, so it would make sense. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's athletic as hell. You know, if he chooses to do, you know, to, to get more involved in wrestling, I'm here for it, man. I, like, you know, I mean, like I've, yeah, I've, I've always been, you know, if you would have called me a hater, whatever, but yeah, the dude, the both brothers just annoy the shit out of me, but he delivers, man. He really, really does. So I got to give it to him, man. And yeah, that, that move with Ricochet, I mean, you, you have to see it to believe it. I mean, these guys are on opposite ends of the ends of the ring. I, I don't know how far the distance is, but it's, it's a good freaking leap, man. And if, if you just not familiar with the wrestling ring, mm-hmm. um, and so go both of those guys, you know, jumping from each side and meeting in the middle and the, that it was the holy shit moment of the night. Um, Cause yeah, that was impressive. It's, it's, uh, Definitely dangerous as shit and putting your body on the line out there, but uh, they pulled it off. You know, it seems like both guys are all right. So <laughs> good, good there. Um, but yeah, if he, if he really wants to get into wrestling and like kind of really make a commitment, you know, I, I'm sure he probably makes more money outside of wrestling than he could, you know, so I don't know that we'll ever see that, but um yeah, he, he can go, man. I, I'm, I'm interested if, if he has a match. You know, I, I really truly am. So shout out to him. Um, and yeah, my biggest surprise, biggest entry of the night was definitely Edge coming back. Um, I like that. And then Beth Phoenix also. I would have had Beth Phoenix in the women's rumble match since she was here there. I thought and she was gonna be entrance 30. We're gonna get oh, we're gonna get to the end the 30 entry. <laughs> so <laughs> continue, Brian. So yeah, I would have liked to have seen her in the match and maybe had a, a moment or two in there with Ripley. Um but I, you know, I guess this, you know, they're they're going to kind of revisit that, and there's unfinished business there between Ripley and and uh, Beth Phoenix, and so I like that storyline. And also, you mentioned the uh, the um, Dominic Mysterio. You know, I, I thought that was good. Not you know adding to a story where okay, there's a legit injury where you know Ray can't perform. So I thought that was pretty cool. At you know bringing Dominic out there with the mask, just kind of implying that. You know, he kicked his his dad's ass in the back, and he ain't going to make it tonight. <laughs> so, you know, that was pretty good. Um, all in all, I'd, I'd like the match. Um, again, it, the right person won. And Gunther, I, I, I feel right now, I, you know, Cody, I think, is winning at WrestleMania. You got to put the title on him. His first opponent... I, I'm here for Gunter, man. Him and Gunter. I think there's a, a story. And there was many, many little face-offs here. Um, like you said, between Gunter and Brock, Gunter and Cody, who, you know, yeah, the last six minutes after Gunter being in there for, you know, over an hour, uh, really, really entertaining. So um, all in all, I'm I'm happy with how it ended. I think they made a new star in Gunter. Um, and I'm excited also to see Edge and Beth Phoenix coming back into the fold and how that plays out with the Judgment Day. So, all in all, I liked it. Nice, man. Nice. So, yeah, and before I get to my uh, my decision here, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I definitely – there was something I did catch at the end of this match with Cody Rhodes, going back to Cody Rhodes, is though he kind of, like, looks up around and he's, like, saying to himself, like, I did it, Dad. And I thought that was kind of really, really cool. I like that aspect. Sure. I hope they continue that aspect with the story with Roman Reigns in regards to Dusty Rhodes. Like, 
you know, Cody mm-hmm. Rhodes, he's doing this for his dad's legacy, for the Rhodes legacy. I like that right. stuff, man. So I hope I that, that yeah. type of charade continues with Rhodes because that's how, you know, we're invested, right? We all like Dusty right. Rhodes. He's a legend in, 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 in the, in the business. And, well, and know, I think also when you say like we we talked uh, you know last week or last show a little bit about you know what people deem fake or, or whatever in wrestling, like listen that you know that that storyline there with you know he's actually Dusty's son, and that's well, yes, you you play it up to you know for entertainment purposes, but it's also a real actual life story. Like you know there is part of him that is really actually doing this for his dad. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, you got to continue that for sure. Absolutely, man. Again, shout out to Cody Rhodes. Congratulations to him. Mm-hmm. And yep, yeah, man, that is going to be, we're on the road to WrestleMania guys. So that match is official. Yeah. We've been waiting for it for months and it's finally happening, man. So, um, we'll, we'll yep. stay tuned and see, we'll see what happens, man. So in regards to where I put this match, uh, in, in which category, man. So look, I was I was very skeptical of where I wanted to put this match in. You know, of course, mm-hmm. again, there was the 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 downside of fact that, you know, am I going to go back and watch this rumble in full? Probably not. Um I'll go back and watch pieces like Gunther and Cody Rhodes. I'll go back and watch Rhea and Beth. You know, there was a right. lot, you know, you know, good, I think that honestly overshadowed a lot of negative. Um, mm-hmm. and that's why, you know, man, you know, and the fact that Cody Rhodes uh they they you know they finally they made the right decision you know decision mm-hmm. that had to be made regardless if it was predictable or not which i completely understand but we knew that Ro- this was Rhodes rumble match to win and yeah. they pulled the trigger and they did it and um, there was a lot of also good when it comes to like you said Brian with Rhea and Beth uh Rey Mysterio and Dominic the judgment mm-hmm. day and edge um and and so on and so forth right and yep. that's why, guys, you know, even though I know it was predictable, I know there wasn't a whole lot of surprises and, you know, we should hold WWE accountable for that. But as far as this match, man, I just think a whole lot. I think there was just more good that just outweighed a lot of bad. And because of that, mm-hmm. guys, the men's Royal Rumble match for me goes into the good column. Brian, your turn, man. Take it away. I have very, very similar thoughts uh, that you do. Uh, the only drawback I really see to it was, yeah, there wasn't that surprise or, or a number of surprise entrances. Um, to me, that was really the only drawback. I thought, you know, the right guy won. Uh, again, we've mentioned Gunter being in there for over an hour. The two or three, maybe even four different storylines that were still going on. I thought it was good. So, that's what I'm going with too. Uh, let me see if we can get that in there. If people can see that, but yeah, I put that in the in the good category. Overall, the, it, it, that's what it was. It was good. It, it wasn't great. It, there was nothing super spectacular. Not too many surprises. But at the end of the day, good stories were told, and the right person won. So yeah, absolutely good for me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, and I know that I'm sure there's also a lot of people. James, why don't you have a a great category. Why isn't there a great category? Well, guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, we obviously know the WWE has failed to do great, consistently great shit. So that's why <laughs> sure. I really I don't have a good a great category until this company does consistently great shit. You know, 
for the next few years, then, you know, maybe someday you'll see a great column in there. But, you know, now yeah. if there is a great guys, if there is a great, right, then obviously, obviously I will give it more than just one good. Um, I'll give it, um, you know, depending the segment, the layers of the segment. Um, yeah, yeah, again, for sure. Just a hint. The ending, the mat, the the main event is is a is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. If something is great, guys, I will give this two goods. But again, I can't put a great column in there, guys, because realistically, WWE over the past ten years has not done great shit, man. So you know, we've seen mm-hmm. good, we've seen decent, consistently. That's good shit, pal. It's good <laughs> shit. That's exactly right. But yeah, man. Um, but yeah, man. Until until WWE does that, man. You know. They've given me no reason to to put a great column in here, but you know maybe maybe someday you know again just yeah shout out you know so anyway so right now man for me um if you're wondering why I have two in the good because the other good was the fact that we saw Pat McAfee return to WWE so mm-hmm. to me that in itself uh, the fact that he's returned he's back on commentary you know, kicking that off, you know, with his return and being back on commentary to start the show to me deserves its own good. And then of course, just like with Brian, man, uh, the men's Royal rumble match just sneaks in into that good column. And so right now, Agreed. for me, I have two in the good so far, zero in the bad and zero in the ugly. All right, man. So match number two, this was the pitch black match. This was Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight. Yeah, <laughs> I have to do that every single time. I'm sorry. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I, I, yep, I do it in uh, my head all day. <laughs> so Bray Wyatt, this is his first televised match, by the way, and probably, I want to say well over about two, yeah, I yeah, want to say well say over two, two years. Um, yep. he's, been on a, he's been on a house show. I believe he had a match at Madison Square Garden a few weeks ago. Right. So. Um, he has been having matches. I'm sure he's been, you know, obviously, of course, staying in in-ring shape and everything else. I mean, if you guys know Bray Wyatt, man, this guy can go in the ring. We've seen it mm-hmm. before in the past. So when it comes to Bray Wyatt delivering matches um, in pay-per-views or whatever, or special events, I know Bray Wyatt's going to deliver. Did they deliver in this match? Well, let's find out. So, again, this was the pitch black match, Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. Uh, a lot of, it was pitch black. But a whole lot of neon glow in the dark lights, which was honestly kind of pretty cool visual, Brian. That we talked about uh, yeah, this, absolutely uh, before we got uh, before we started recording here. Very cool little visual, you know. La Knight's trunks are pretty much like in neon green. Yeah, Ray Wyatt has like orange like contacts, like eyes, and he's got like this face paint over his face, like, like glow said, in the man, dark really face cool, painter. Yeah, really cool little visual, man. So. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, there was a moment in this match where um, I think there was a it was a barricade spot. La Knight jumped up off the barricade and onto Bray Wyatt onto the commentary table, and all this like neon like <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. know what what, I thought it was. It was like I thought it was dust, drink at first or something like dust, it was still again, drinks and that, and that's flowing what, somehow. And that's what you kind of expected, man. This match was promoted or sponsored from. I believe it was Mountain Dew. So that's yeah, why right. I, honestly Brian I was I was telling you about this weeks ago how skeptical I was about this match because it's like oh snap Mountain Dew's sponsoring this match. We know how WWE and their sponsorships and matches can right. kind of look pretty freaking silly. So that's why I was kind of, you know, skeptical about how this was going to go out but but yeah man just you know it was like oh this is 
Interesting. And that's and the way this match did flow was very interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, man, so like I said, back and forth, the match itself was it was it was OK, guys. You know, even though, like right. I said, man, I'm a Bray Wyatt fan. This is a pro Bray Wyatt channel. But I do got to call it like it is, man. This this match was really it was it was it was OK. You know, it was it was there was nothing really special outside of maybe the barricade spot. I think Bray mm. Wyatt at one point was throwing like a toolbox. He almost hit the referee in his freaking face. <laughs> yeah. um, again, man. But again, the visual was just really, really cool. Like I don't. It was. It just. Re- it looked really, really nice. Again, L.A. Knight looked pretty freaking cool with his neon colors and, and yep. all that shit. And yeah, man. Um, and then Bray Wyatt. It's, you know, he just said enough. I'm just gonna finish this freaking dude off. And he hits him with the sister Abigail, with the one, two, three, and Bray Wyatt wins this match over LA Knight. And like I said, guys, Bray Wyatt needed to win this match. I understand if you're mm. not a fan of Bray Wyatt, I completely get it. But Bray Wyatt needed to win this match. This is his first televised match back from the company. It's a no-brainer that he should have won this match, man. Um, now, I'm going to be honest with you, Brian. You know, before the post-match um, antics, which we're going to get to in a second, I was going to put this in the bad column. I really was, and I did not mm-hmm. want to do that because, like you, like I said, guys, I tr- I adore Bray Wyatt. I think that Bray Wyatt is a needle mover, and he makes this company better just from his character and just how talented he is. But I mean, if they were just going to end this match with him just hitting Sister Abigail, maybe doing some like little, little, little type of trippy shit, and then we just cut to cut to black, then I'm like, that's yeah. not good enough, man. But that but, was really lacking. But. I say, but it was after the match that saved this segment. I'm going to tell you guys what that is, man. So uh, Bray Wyatt said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not done with this dude yet. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go after this dude. Cause I'm not done beating the shit out of this dude. He puts on a new mask. Yeah. It's, yeah. it actually looks pretty freaking badass. If you guys haven't <laughs> seen it, go check it. It's like, uh, what's that movie called Brian or it's, um, oh, I'm trying to forget. Uh, it's like a mask that looks similar to a certain I, i'd have movie. to think i don't know yeah but it'd look badass people, either way if people are listening they probably they're screaming at us through the <laughs> through their screens right now probably because they i'm sure they know what it is but it, it looks similar to that if you guys see the mask and you guys know what i'm talking about and can relate mm-hmm. to that but anyway um but yeah man it was only like a mask that covered like his nose and his eyes like it was it was like a half mask with his mouth open obviously it wasn't like a yeah. full face mask um but still, man, still pretty freaking badass. And he is chasing after L.A. Knight um, pretty much through backstage. L.A. Knight is hitting kendo stick shots over the head. And Bray Wyatt is completely no-selling it. I freaking mm-hmm. loved it. I'm like, this is how you book Bray Wyatt. Like a freaking like a freaking beast, like a freaking monster. I freaking love like, like we talk about supernatural doesn't work, you know, this and that. And you know, well, it's the most captivating shit about professional wrestling, you know, and For sure. it's done correctly. Like it was in this moment, Brian, it freaking works. And that this is the type of Bray Wyatt that we should be seeing, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, have him show off that supernatural type of shit. You know what I mean? Like he's no selling kendo stick shots off of his freaking head bro like it's pretty freaking insane you know like la Knight's like he's seen a ghost he's like bro like is this this is this dude for real like why won't he go down he just keeps hitting him over the head with it he finally puts him in the mandible claw um again they're like somewhere backstage like on a side yeah. like somewhere backstage on like a table or something like that there's like 
lot of equipment backstage, like somewhere on the side of the arena. And then all of a sudden, man, Uncle Howdy is like standing on the top of this stage, like this humongous stage. It was like a staging area. And, and Uncle Howdy's just looking down at it. Bray Wyatt's just like, you know, he's in character. He's still doing his shtick after he releases the Mandible Claw. And guys, I shit you not, Uncle Howdy leaps and he flies and he sends L.A. Knight through the canvas off that table. I think it was like a table or staging area. Right. And fire explosions come out. <laughs> and just, again, the freaking moment was freaking epic. I mean, you just see yeah, yeah. Howdy just take off like he's Superman. And he just dives straight through. I mean, LA that was Knight probably a, a good, table. like, 15, 20 foot fall. Yeah. Everything just freaking explodes. And yeah, man, Bray Wyatt's just standing there with all the fireworks and the flames looking freaking badass. You have the mm-hmm. the Wyatt Six characters, the Firefly Funhouse characters, just a really cool setting. And uh, yeah, man, just I liked it. I, I thought it was really cool, man. Again, I like the fact of Bray Wyatt's, you know, and, and I know people are skeptical. I'm sure going to be skeptical about the no selling stuff but again it's it's a it's all about the character right i talk about mm-hmm. the character and making it make sense of him to no sell something or whatever the case may be so i i truly love this segment man i know and people think that this tarnishes la night it does absolutely in no regard in that matter um i think la night is going to be just fine the right person won um if this just if this match just would have ended and they would have done some you know some staticky cryptic stuff with uncle howdy and then we just would have faded the black then that's a different story but everything else from post-match to me saved uh saved this segment man and before i send this off to you brian i'm gonna go ahead and make mark my tally now like i said man like i mentioned in the in the royal rumble match to me there was more good that outweighed some bad in this match. And trust me, the match was, it was not that good. I I will admit, man, Mm -hmm. uh, that is the one negative. I do have this, but the post-match, the more good of the post-match outweighed the bad of the actual match. So for that, man, Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight, pitch black goes into the, into the good column. So right now I have three in the good, zero right now in the bad, and zero right now in the ugly. So from my standpoint, from my honest critique, and again, guys, this is just from my honest take. This is not me being biased. This is not me just because I personally liked it. I am basing this off of does it make sense, what this leads to, what this does Mm. for the wrestlers, all of the above, right? Again, this is just not my opinion. If you want somebody's opinion, go to some other schmucks' YouTube channel or podcast or whatever it is, right? Everybody likes to spew their opinions and kiss the ass of Vince McMahon and Tony Khan and every (laughs) other promotion, right? We do not do that here, okay? But if you put on good shit, right, you're going to get good results. Yeah. That's it, man. Brian, go ahead. The floor is yours. Gotcha. Yeah. So, man, I've been anticipating this match, you know, since they, you know, obviously it's his first match back and, you know, the storyline leading up to it. I'm in agreement with you. The match itself, um, visually... It was free. I've never seen anything like it. It was awesome. Um, yeah, the the red eyes for Bray and the different, the like glow in the dark face paint. It was just it it gave him a, a different look. And I yeah, I was I was there for it, man. It was a a very good match visually. The match itself, I'm just I'm not 
I'm not completely sold on because I, I feel that LA Knight was basically just dominated from start to finish. He had a you know a couple little things in there, but so I would have liked to see because you know now he's so he's already you're, you're talking about the storyline continuing, and sure you can still continue it, but he's already been just annihilated now by by Bray and ultimately I guess Uncle Howdy. Um, so I don't I don't see that that feud being over. I'm just interested to see where it goes from here. But yeah, at the at the end, uh when they're brawling and he, you know, Bray has a new a different mask on and then Uncle Howdy coming down, and it's it's still not entirely clear, which I think is just great storytelling. Like who's is Uncle Howdy running the show? Is Bray Wyatt running the show? It's still kind of a little unclear, and we still don't know who Uncle Howdy is. Um so yeah, I was kind of with you where I would have put this in in the bad category, um, but given the fact that it was was good visuals um, and the ending of the match, I think you know paid off. Uh, again, the only thing I would have really changed or really questioned was why LA Knight basically had no you know no offense, no nothing to counter Bray at all. Um, but all in all, I given what Bray has done in the past, I I trust him as a, you know, he knows where this story is going or, you know, the, the creative, you know, so I got to give him the benefit of the doubt that, you know, it's, it's going to be good shit and it's going to pay off. So again, I'm with you. I'm going to go ahead and put that in the good. Um, overall, yeah, good start to, to Rumble. Yeah, no... No great shockers here. I think he needed to win the match as well, that being Bray Wyatt. So, yeah, all in all, it was good, man. I, I enjoyed it. Nice. Nice, man. And, yeah, to to before we go into this next match, you know, I always talk about with Bray Wyatt, you know, the one piece that he was always missing was the fact that he never won a big pay-per-view match. He never won mm-hmm. that cultivating moment of a match. Well, he did last night. And, yeah. and I would be skeptical for something that, we've asked for from Bray Wyatt's booking. And again, we got it. He got mm-hmm. a freaking W yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like how many times have you seen feuds where Bray Wyatt, he's in these great segments. He's telling these great stories, but when it comes down mm-hmm. to the match, he doesn't deliver. He's for some reason, Vince will just not put him over right. um, in these big matches. And finally they did, man, you know, it gets one. how yep. it leads, you know, what's next for Bray Wyatt remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I also have to put this in the good category as well, man, because for so long, man, it's just like, you know, again, you know, whether you like Bray Wyatt or not is irrelevant. This guy brings in fans, he brings in viewership, yep. and he brings in that what Vince loves. Well, part he of it's power. It that's a different story. <laughs> right. But part of it's that moolah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Bray Wyatt is that meal ticket, man whether you like him or not, because you always want to see what he's doing next. You always need to mm-hmm. tune in to see what he does. And yeah, man, that's what makes Bray Wyatt special in his own way. He doesn't need to be people like, you know, the rock and people like stone cold. He, all he needs right. to be is Bray Wyatt. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's what makes him special, man. So, but yeah, man, like you said, and also shout out uh, to Bray. I, not, so I, I did watch a little bit of the, the post, uh, uh the, the media after the show, you know, a couple interviews, and Bray Wyatt was one of them. Um, and dude, he, you know, so this was without, you know, he, the makeup was mostly gone and, you know, he's just out there in a t-shirt and 
Dude, he is he is freaking Jack, man. He looks great. Like really, yeah. I mean, I know he's like a, a bigger, thicker guy. Like he's not gonna be like a cut up mm-hmm. muscle man or anything like that, but dude is solid as shit, man. Mm-hmm. He really is. Yeah, absolutely, man. So like you said, man, so far so good. First edition of this good and bad yeah. review is a it's off to a good so far. start, man. But does yep. it continue? <laughs> Let's find out, man. So all right, guys. So third match of the night. This was Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's Championship. So this is where we kind of turn into a different direction when it comes into the show, at least for this mm-hmm. match is concerned. This match at times was very, very sloppy. I'm not going to lie, um, especially yep. at the beginning. Um, listen, I like Alexa Bliss. I like her work. She's a tremendous actress. Like she can act, she can perform in any type of character and situation, especially if it 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 relates to her um, you know, her character involving with Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howard right. or whatever. But let's but I mean, we can obviously also, you know, tell like it is that she's not the greatest wrestler. She just isn't. Um, and, and that's where it kind of got sloppy a bit. And that sucks also for me to say about Bel Air because you know, Belair is, is, is that, you know, she's that girl right now, um, in, mm-hmm. in, in this, uh, in this business, man. Um, but yeah, man, they just, there was just something off about this match, man. And then just, um, again, man, like I said, it was sloppy at times. Um, and then yeah, the old, and I don't really have much notes about this match, man. Nothing really crazy happened. Um, I don't think this match was, uh, that long at all either, but, but yeah, Belair at one point attempt to whip bliss with her her pony with her hair her hair whip her mm-hmm. ponytail um and then i think bliss end up going for the sister abigail the finisher the sister abigail finisher belair counter counters into a kod one kod and one two three alexa bliss is done she's flat on her back and she's looking up at the lights man yeah and that was it bianca belair wins her she retains her championship and then after the match um, you know, Bliss is like in the middle of the ring. She's in tears. You know, Uncle Howdy then appears on the Tron and she re- continues to repeat, you know, do you still feel like you're in charge? You know, do you still feel in charge now? And then the segment ends. Um, now look, actually, you know what I'm gonna do, Brian? I'm gonna have you start this off. I'm gonna have you give your tally and uh I and gotcha. come back to me, man. The floor is yours. Yeah, uh, so as far as as the matches go uh for this card I, I would say this is the yeah it was the most underwhelming I, I actually don't even have many notes for it um I think Belair should should have still retained so you know no no issue there because I, I think mania I think that should be Ripley and Belair so and again if if you're going the route with a uh, Belair now you know aligning more with Bray or Uncle Howdy she doesn't need to be fighting for the title so you know, I think the right person won. Uh, but yeah, it was sloppy uh, at times. And then, you know, the payoff at the end with with Uncle Howdy, I mean, I like it. I, I like that story. Um, you know, I, I just think now where... So tomorrow night on, on Raw, or at least within this week, whether it's Raw or SmackDown, I think you really got to get the ball rolling with Alexa Bliss. If she's going to be somehow align with Bray or Uncle Howdy or not. Uh, Because, yeah, you know, it's... 
I, I understand the match and it, it, at the end of it, you know, it adds, it's still building that story for Alexa bliss of, you know, she can't do it on her own. She needs uncle howdy and, or Bray and or Bray. Um, so I do like where that's headed, but as far as the match last night, yeah, this I'm going to, if I'm being honest and just not a Homer, I'm going to put that in the bad category. Um, yeah, it just wasn't a whole lot there. Uh, and the way it just abruptly ended uh, after Uncle Howdy comes on the screen. Um, you know, as, you know, obviously we had seen earlier in their night that uh, Uncle Howdy was there. So why not just have him come out during the match in some manner? I, like, I would have liked that more, you know, instead of just having him on the Tron. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that that's my first bat of the night. But, uh, again, all in all, I, that's just... Like I, I'm not. It, it wasn't a great match. Um, Belair still won. You're still telling the story with Bliss, so there's still some good shit there. But just in comparison to the rest of the card, that's where I'm going to put that in the bad category. Nice man, nice and uh, yeah, man. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, I have to kind of agree with you to an extent, man. You know. As much as I like Bianca, as much as I like Bliss, and I've spoken so highly about them, and it pains me to do that because I've spoken so highly yeah, about yeah. the segments they've been in, Uncle Howdy and being involved. But, man, this match just did not do it for mm-hmm. me nor for anybody. And, yeah, it, it was – and, and I, the only comment I had not, was underwhelming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my only comment. underwhelming. Bliss just loses after one KOD. It's just – yeah, you know, and I and I talked about this. Like, you have to make bliss. I mean, this, um, you know, listen. I I, I know. For, I mean, I guess you could say with you know with Alexa with the direction with Uncle Howdy, it says it doesn't do too much damage. But man, I was expecting more than just one KOD. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with this with this ties to this new supernatural type of stuff going on with Uncle Howdy right. and Bray. You again, you were just expecting more, right? And you know, again. I did like the end of the segment, you know, Uncle Howdy's kind of like she's kind of, you know, toying with Bliss like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you still feel in charge?" You, you know, I did like it. And that's what sucks cuz I did like that part of the segment and the Right, match. yeah, me it's too. Just, I needed more, man. That there needed yeah. just to be just a little bit more. I understand you know not you know you don't want to show too much, right? But again, and and of course the match didn't help at all. Um, the match was very nobody. You can hear the crowd too as well. The 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 crowd yeah. is kind of like it almost sounded like this was the bathroom break match to be in which which again it sucks, man. Because you know, even I had both of these women in in my in my honorable mentions for the for the top mm-hmm. five list a few weeks ago because of how well they've just been clicking together. And yeah, man. So. I don't want to have to do this, man, but unfortunately, my hands are tied. So when it comes to this segment, yes, Bianca Belair wins, which should have was which was the right call, by the way. Bianca should be taking that title to WrestleMania. Well, James, her her title reign is boring. Her title reign is this. Okay, blame Vince McMahon. Blame WWE. Triple H. Triple H. Whoever the fuck you want to (laughs) freaking you want to blame, bro. If you're really going to sit here and call Bianca Belair boring because the company doesn't know how the hell to book her properly, then you're just an, I'm, you know, sorry if this offends you. You're, you're a moron. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just not, you know, if that offends you, I'm sorry, man, because, you know, I, I'm just, you know, I'm sick of Brian. I'm just sick of people 
berating stars that that you know it's out of their control you know like like at the end right. of the day you know not a lot of these wrestlers have creative freedom like people mm-hmm. like Bray Wyatt and I'm sure Roman Reigns have they don't they're just given to what this company gives them so that's what it just doesn't make sense to me it's like you know we wanted Bianca Belair in this in this limelight and now just because of some bad booking instead of holding the company hostage we just say oh she's boring get that title off of her we said the same thing about Ronda. Oh, Ronda, like, yeah, she's right. not doing it for me. She she sucks. Get the title off of her. I'm like, okay, how are you getting the title off of her? Because you can't just throw the title off of her, bro. This is this is supposed it's, to be a story. This is supposed to be a you know feuds like you know you know a, a television show. You right. things have to make sense. You can't just throw a title off of someone just to throw a title off of somebody because you don't like the way they're being booked right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but outside of all of that, it pains me to do this, man. Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss, unfortunately, that is going into the bad column, man. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I didn't want to have to do it. But again, guys, doesn't matter what I like or what I I, I think is, is cool. You know, unfortunately, this match... Um, was just the was statistic well realistically i should say was the downer part of the show it, it just was um i mean this yep, was agreed. kind of a match or a segment that you kind of could have just seen on a monday night raw if i'm being honest yeah. and like i said man we've also and we've also seen this match before on monday night raw before so if you were going to have this match again at a pay-per-view you're gonna have to up the antics bro yep and yep. they didn't do it and that's why i have to put this in the, in the bad column man my hands were tied I didn't want to have to do it, but that's just what it is, man. So right now we got three in the good, at least on my end. We have three in the good, which was Pat. I'll, I'll put three in the game because I like that. I mean, I thought that was great, too. Him and yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Brian, I was for say, sure. Yeah, if you don't put that freaking if you don't put respect yeah, that, on that was... name. Right? <laughs> that that <laughs> was yeah, a, so a good us, surprise to open the show. I was yeah. going to say, man. Yeah. So both of us right now. Uh, with one was Pat McAfee making his return to to yeah. commentary. Great to see him back. He's a tremendous star and a bright spot of this show in commentary. Mm-hmm. He makes his return. That give that deserved a good. The second good was the Men's Royal Rumble match, and the third good was the Pitch Black match, uh, Bray Wyatt versus L.A. Knight. And our first bad was Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. We move on, and we move on to the women's. Royal Rumble match. Women's Royal Rumble match, man. So, uh, first entry. So, same thing like we did with the men. We're just going to go down. We're going to split it from 1 through 10, 11 through 20, and 21 through 30, man. So, first 10 entries. So, the first entry was Rhea Ripley. And Mm -hmm. we were like, oh, because we knew, Brian, that this woman was the favorite, the odds-on favorite to win this thing. So, when we heard her music hit and like, oh, like, are they going to do what I think they're going to do? Are they going to have this woman go all the way to the end and possibly win this thing? Well, maybe we're going to we're going to find out, man. So. So, yeah, man, she draws number one uh, in this match. And then uh, Liv Morgan draws number two. Again, they they continue. To go. I like that. I, again, I liked I like the females and the men of how the matches start off like you had Gunther and Sheamus who I think was a mm-hmm. good pairing to start the match off and Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan you know I was skeptical about it with Rhea Ripley starting but I'm like you know what Liv Rhea they're both you know Rhea's got you know she's got this 
this this new aura about her, you know, Liv Morgan. Mm-hmm. You know, I know not a lot of people are high on Liv Morgan, which I completely understand. But again, I just think that her booking as of late has ruined her. I think she's had she had a tremendous year in 2022. I think it was the best year of her career. And I think also this Royal Rumble kind of reminded people um, as we go into this into this uh, this match, you know, how talented she she actually is, you know, and yeah. well, we're, we're going to get to that as we go through this match, man. So so again, man, Rhea Ripley was number one. Liv Morgan enters at number two as the first two uh, entries. Three was Dana Brooke. Number four was Emma. Number five was Shayna Baszler. Number six was Bailey. Number seven was B-Fab from Hit Row. Number eight was Roxanne Perez, your NXT Women's Champion, otherwise known as Roxy, if you're an ROH fan. Um, And then number nine was Dakota Kai. And number 10 was EO Sky. So yeah, man, Roxanne Perez, she makes her entry. She was the eighth entry in this match. Um, good to see Roxanne Perez, man. Only I believe she's only 21 years old, man. So you know, props to wow. her. God bless her yeah. uh, for having that type of moment, being in that in that Royal Rumble match, man. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, but uh, damage control. Once everybody, all damage control members, they pretty much kind of controlled the first the the first third of this Royal Rumble match as they eliminate mm-hmm. Roxanne Perez from this match. Um, and yeah, man, damage control. They're doing damage. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah, man, and they make they make quick work with Roxanne Perez and they eliminate her, man. So you kind of knew that damage control was going to play a good part into this Royal Rumble. Um, and again, man, and this is you no, know, I like damage control a lot. It just sucks that they just don't feel special as a team. They just don't, man. You know, I, I talk about Bailey a lot about how I'll get into that a little bit of my end too, yeah, yeah and just how she. You know, during the Thunderdome era, how good she was. She pretty much carried mm-hmm. that women's division on her back, being the SmackDown Women's Champion alongside with yep. Sasha Banks and that whole storyline. You know, and, and and it's just you know, and and you have two other women who are just as good in Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Man, you know, I've said it for we for months and weeks about how good uh, and how talented they are, and it's yeah. just a shame how they just don't feel special, but. You know, man, but look, you know, maybe we'll see how this match goes along here. But, you know, you no, know, can this be maybe damage controls coming out party to remind people, hey, you know, this is a dominant faction. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, as we're third into this rumble, man, Brian, your thoughts uh, so far again, not a lot has happened. Just, you know, damage control kind of just taking control. You had Roxanne Perez, but outside of that, man, nothing, nothing much really happened. Yeah. And I would even go to probably about probably about halfway through about 15 entrance uh, to, you know, damage control pretty much controlled the match, which, well, let me get back. Rhea Ripley starting off. That was a little bit of shocker to me too. Cause yeah, I mean, I was expecting her to win. Um, so yeah, that was a little like, okay, well then she's going to go the whole, the whole thing then. Um, I do like da- the way, you know, damage control kind of controlled like the first half of the match. The The only problem I have with that is, Previ- up until this point, like that's what they should have been doing for months and months now, where they Since haven't they been started. booked exactly, and they haven't been booked that way. So mm-hmm. now you you come into the rumble where you know all the women are in there, and yeah, they're cleaning house. They're pretty much doing the only eliminating of anybody, which I, I liked it. I, I really did like it in that moment. Again, my only drawback to it is 
up until right now, you have not done that really at all with them. So <laughs> why are you starting now at the Rumble to do that? Um, but hopefully that continues forward. Because I, I think in any type of faction like that, like, you know, especially if you you, you think back to, you know, a, a, a Four Horsemen, a Freebirds, a DX, NWO, anything like that, right? You know, it was always... You know, there were there was, you know, the leader, but there was, you know, always two or three other people in there. I'm speaking specifically about the NWO now, I guess, but everybody could go, right? Everybody could do some damage. There was tag team champs, intercontinental champs within the group. And you have that here with with the women, with EO, Dakota, and Bailey. And I just feel like they've really been dropping the ball with them, you know, here in the last few months. So I hope coming out of this, maybe maybe it, it leads to some better booking for them because I, I did like them working as a unit, you know, in the in the rumble match. Um, so yeah, that was the highlight for me uh, up to this point. Was just I, I'm I'm glad they they went that way. It's just confusing to me why now and why hasn't this done before? So you know it, that was just a little strange, but ultimately I liked the way that they they did write it where they were controlling the ring as a as a unit as a faction absolutely all right guys we go through our next 10 entries number 11 was natalia number 12 was candace LeRae. number 13 was zoe starks nx another nxt mm-hmm. talent from uh yeah again yeah man from yeah. nxt zoe starks if you're familiar with nxt i'm sure you know who she is um number 14 was zaya lee Number 15 was the man, Becky Lynch. Number 16 was Tegan Knox. And number 17 was the return of Asuka. Or yes. should I say, Kana? If you guys don't know who Kana is, yeah. look that shit up because that was her old character from Japan. Mm-hmm. Just again, if you've never seen it before, she came out with the, the new look, a new face. Page. I like that. looks yeah. freaking incredible. Yep. Um. Just the largest, probably the biggest pop. I want to say, Brian, throughout this entire match. To be honest yeah. with you. Um. And I mean, if it let that was at least, if not, if not the at least one of it them. It was one you of know? them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, so good to see Oscar back with that new look. Hopefully, Vince, you book her properly. Um. Because this woman hasn't been given the time of day. Right, you know, God, that pisses me off. And she's one of one of the top five ten in the world, man. Exactly, but yet down. she gets booked like freaking garbage, you know. Yep. But hopefully, hopefully, maybe this is a, um, you know, a new a new beginning for her. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't so. trust. I don't trust this company. <laughs> I'm gonna right. take it with a grain of salt. But it was it was good to see her. It is good to see <clears throat> that new look, that new original look that she has, man. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, moving on. Uh, 18 was uh, Dewdrop, or now she's back to being Piper Niven uh, from NXT UK. So, yay, you know, finally we're going back to, you know, I'm sure, you know, Triple H is going to take that credit because, you know, he let, you know, we talk about name changes and, you know, all that stuff. Again, that's a different story yeah, from a different day. But again, yeah, but like I said, it's good to, that to see wrestlers get that original name back because that's what made them who they were in NXT and who they should be in onto the main roster. Man. Absolutely. So goodbye. Yeah. Do drop and like, welcome back. Still... Piper Niven. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I have some comments about that one too. I'll get, I'll save it. <laughs> and number 19 was Tamina. 
And number 20 was Chelsea Green. Yes, guys, Chelsea Green. I'm going to get to her in just a few seconds. But anyway, man, yeah, Becky Lynch comes out at number 15. So pretty much the middle of this match was all just about damage control. Mm -hmm. And Becky Lynch, I mean, of course, of what happened from the Raw 30th episode, you know, they're coming to blows. They brawl. Um, I believe it was, um, I want to say it was Bailey. Or it was Becky Lynch that eliminated both Dakota and um, EO. EO. And then Bailey eliminates Becky Lynch. And, you know, Bailey and I think they continue to brawl outside and then they continue to to brawl throughout backstage as they both are eliminated. Mm -hmm. Um, And then and then Bailey and then Liv Morgan ends up eliminating Bailey. So, yeah, that's where that entire brawl started to uh to happen man so that whole situation happened pretty much the entire which which we kind of knew what was going to happen we think that this is most likely going to play in out into into wrestlemania you know trying to stretch out that type of feud um so again we'll see where that goes man but yeah asuka so good to see asuka man um back in her back in that old original character that she had in uh in japan Mm -hmm. and yeah man you know piper niven she's back as as dewdrop and then you have uh uh, Chelsea Green, man, and she was eliminated in probably. I I, I want to say seconds. She, she set a record, but I know Santino Morella holds that freaking record, <laughs> yeah. so I don't want to say any records on this platform. But right, right, yeah this this woman was was gone in less than five seconds, uh, which was shocking. Um, that I was like, oh wow, Chelsea Green, that's good. It's good to see her, man. Mm-hmm. And then within a snap of a finger, I think Sonia Deville. Ripley, no, I think it was Ripley. Or no, it was Rhea Ripley. Out. You're right. Yes, yes, yeah. Rhea Ripley. Yes, yes. Thank you, Brian. Uh, that eliminated Chelsea Green, and and I'm just sitting there baffled, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, yeah, just a very interesting situation. Uh, but yeah, so far, um, again, not a whole lot of surprises. The only big surprises that I thought was cool, of course, was Oscar. It's just so cool yeah. to see Oscar in that new look. Outside of that, man, you know, yes, you had Dewdrop, you know having the piper niven name but who really is that invested right now into piper niven you know she yes she it's cool to have her name back but you got to do more obviously moving forward for piper niven Mm -hmm. for fans to get invested with her and then of course you had chelsea green and then you know i'm i you know i'm sure there was you know not a huge pop but you can hear a few sections in the crowd that were like oh snap it's chelsea green and then in the snap of a finger she's gone man um so yeah, man, as of right now, as we are halfway through this match, man, outside of Asuka coming back, oh, there's really nothing uh, nothing to really, like, gravitate towards. You know, listen, you know, the Becky Lynch and damage control, I can understand people mm-hmm. liking that. But again, I don't know, man. There's just not a whole lot. Again, not, not a whole lot has happened outside of that Asuka big return. She got to me, from what I heard, from my, you know, from my honest critique yeah. she got the biggest pop in this rumble and rightfully so um but yeah man uh brian your thoughts as we're halfway through this uh through this uh through this match man your thoughts yeah so halfway through yeah the biggest uh or i guess most pleasant surprise was yeah definitely seeing asuka back again yeah i love her new look as well so interested to see where she goes from here and yeah the whole piper niven thing um I don't know whoever came. I mean, Dewdrop. I don't know where that came from, but that was just Fence. garbage. It, yeah, I Fence. mean, Dewdrop is like uh, he it's makes like, the like final a jungle calls, hook man. to me. You know, it's like what the hell is this shit? 
So I'm glad she does have her new name back or her old name back. Um, I would just say I, I do. It's just a little pet peeve of mine of like, you know, having having them come back as you know with a different name without ever addressing anything. I just, I just don't like, you know, the last time we saw her, she was Dewdrop, which I think she should be Piper Niven. Like, yes, definitely get rid of that. But to me, there just should be something that leads to that, you know, what? instead of just like, oh, she's back in as Piper Niven now or whoever it may be. Uh, but I'm glad she does, does have that name back. And she, I think she looked good in a, in a few spots here uh, throughout the rumble. Um, I'm going to save something for after the rumble because I'm not exactly sure where if it start if it was in the beginning, the middle, or the end. And it to me, they really happened throughout. So I'll save that a little bit for the end. Um, but yeah, then uh, Becky and Damage Control they all pretty much get eliminated right like one after another, right like at the same time. So now all of them are gone. Um, I, you know, I'm not. I I, I don't want to see Bailey and. Becky at WrestleMania, which I guess this will lead to. I don't. I mean, blame, I, I do. I don't blame I, you. <laughs> yeah, I do. Honestly, and I don't like, and, and that sucks, man. Because you, you, you hear Becky and Bailey like, oh snap, that could be fun. Yeah, there's nothing so far that's making you want to watch this continue this feud. But unfortunately, I mean, that's what. So I mean, listen, if you're going to extend this to Mania, they're going to have yeah. to do a whole lot more. And listen, I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. But yeah, no, definitely, I hear where you're coming, Brian, for sure. Nothing, and I just don't want to like the. Yeah, the next two months. So you got damage control on one side and then just Becky Lynch on the other. And we might have already even seen some of these matches. I, you know, I can't think off the top of my head, but I mean, so where it's going, you know, Becky's going to have a match with EO. Becky's going to have a match with Dakota, you know, then it'll be some sort of tag team match. And then, you know what I'm saying? And I just don't need to see that for the next two months. But I do like every all the superstars involved. I think all four of them are great. I want to see them in in great spots and great uh, you know storylines. I'm just not that high on this one. Um, so yeah, for for my uh, this part of the match, um, yeah, Oscar and Piper Niven were were the two highlights for me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, down to our final ten entrances. Number twenty one. Mm-hmm. Was Selena Vega looking like a sexy ass Street Fighter coming down the ring? And they actually promoted Street Fighter, which was funny. Yeah, I, she's like skipping to the ring like she's AJ Lee or some shit. I, you know, yeah, looking like a looking like a freaking smoke show, like I've said in previous episodes. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez is number twenty-two. Number twenty-three is Munchkin or Meechin, as uh, Mia Yim. <laughs> You know, God, you know, let's just call her Meechin or, you know, whatever, Munchkin, Meechin. That, that's just another call, one. Michigan, can we just call yeah. her Mia Yim? Like, what the hell is this Meechin yes. thing? Like, uh, honest to God, I understand it's like she made a tweet about it. You know, I'm going to get to the rest of these entrances in just a second, but this just bothers me. Like, I understand this is, you know, she said a tweet like, you know, Meechin means like is another term for like Mia Yim or something, I guess, or like as her uh-huh. name. And I guess she's made it part of her shtick, but it's just like. It just sounds so silly, man. It's like, don't make it a part of her actual name, man. It just sounds so weird. But anyway, yeah. uh, Lacey Evans uh, was number 24. Michelle McCool was fr- uh, was number 25. Uh, from the audience. Part- <laughs> from the audience. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to that in just a second. That was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Uh, number 26 was Indy Hartwell, another NXT talent. Um, 
Number 27 was Sonia Deville. Shotzi Blackheart was number 28. Nikki Cross doing her best Ultimate Warrior impression. She runs down to the ring at number 29. And guys, I shit you not. She injures most girls. Number twenty, number thirty, <laughs> Nia Jax. Yes, I say I, I know I botched her lines. Like I said, she injures most girls because, well, you know, she's pretty much you know known to be very unsafe in the ring. So you know, and sometimes I like to poke fun and make fun jokes out of it. So instead of she's like she's not like most girls. No, she injures most girls because let's face it, she's pretty she's pretty reckless. If if you know. But anyway, see, but I yeah, don't know guys, if she's gotten a bad rap, but we'll we'll get into it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and listen, you know, and again, at, at the end of the day, I'm just poking fun, man. At the end yeah, of the yeah, day, but, for uh, sure. But yeah, but again, guys, you know, you know, we speculate at number thirty, right? Like, is it is it Beth Phoenix, right? Is it, you know, I even heard rumblings it could be Alexa Bliss too. Like, is is Alexa Bliss going to join at mm. number thirty? Which, to be honest, I was not going to be a fan of that either. No. Um, but yeah, we get Nia Jax. And again, man, we're, we're, I'm going to get to her in just a second. But yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I want to get to Michelle McCool, man. Michelle McCool, her entrance was hilarious. She's in the crowd <laughs> watching this match. And she's like, right. she's with her kids, right? This is obviously the wife of The Undertaker, by the way, you know, Mark Calloway. And um, <laughs> she's just so fun. She's like, oh, snap, that's my ring. It's like, kids, I'll be right back. Let me sh-. She takes off her jacket and she jumps the barricade. I thought the, the her facial expression told the entire story. She's like, oh, all right, kids, I'll be right back. And she right, takes right. off her jacket. I thought that was really funny. That was outside mm-hmm. of Asuka. That was probably one of my favorite parts of, uh, if, uh, if not the cool part of this match, honestly, you know, at least from. The crowd reaction, she got a nice little pop, which was cool. You know, Michelle McCool, man, she could still go, man. She could still go. Yeah, yeah, she, looks, she did really. She was impressive. She looks good, man. She yep. looks like she's in good in-ring shape, man. So, yeah, man, I wouldn't mind. You know, like I said, if you're going to bring back, you know, people like Beth Phoenix, you know, hey, Michelle McCool, if she wants to knock on Vince's door, yeah, I'm down for that, man. So, but yeah, man, Um, uh, let's see as we go through in this match, man. So the final, so yeah, again, Nia Jax, She's number 30. I think she ends up getting eliminated less than two minutes. So, again, you have her as the 30th entrant. And for, for what? To I mean, honest to God, man. So, like, again, another 30th entrant. Just to me, Brian was just wasted. I, I mean, honest to God. Fair man. enough, yeah. Yeah, you I know, see that. I, yeah, and just listen. I understand, you know, you know, and I've heard rumblings about Nia Jax and the bloodline. You know, that her being a part of the bloodline, which... I have to really think about that because, you know, I want to, again, I'm the same way, you know, I I always talk about me being skeptical about Charlotte Flair. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm the same way about Nia Jax because I just don't think she's that good. I mean, I've seen her work in the ring. You know, she's really not doing it for anybody. If you you hear the crowd and, you know, how way she comes out to the ring, how she doesn't really have any sort of connection with any, hardly any fan. It just doesn't make sense to me, man. But if you're going to put her with the bloodline, if it's done correctly, if you can put her, then I'm willing to give her a chance. Let's just mm-hmm. say that, okay? So again, though, though, there's more. We'll talk more about that in 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 future uh, in future episodes and moving forward. But I thought I'd just bring that up, man. But anyway, we go down to the final four of this Royal Rumble. So again, man, uh, that 30th entrant just in the snap of a finger, just gone. So, mm-hmm. but anyway. Final four was Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. So those first two entrances, man, they're still in it. 
Um, yep. Love to see it, man. Like I said, man, I'm I'm really high on Liv Morgan. I do think that I'm not listen. I'm not saying guys, she's a Bailey or a Becky or a Sasha Banks, but again, she doesn't need to be. You know who she needs to be? She just needs to be Liv Morgan, and she needs to deliver in her True. own way. And I yeah. do think she is talented in her own way. So it's really cool that they gave her a lot of good time uh, in this match, lasting all the way to the final four women of this match in entry number two. So I, I was I was really happy to see that. Uh, yeah, so you have Rhea and Liv. Then you had Asuka and uh, Nikki Cross, uh, I believe, was that fourth entrance. She was the first of the four to get eliminated. So now you're down to Asuka, Liv, and Rhea Ripley, man. So mm-hmm. uh, Asuka end up spraying mist into the face of Liv Morgan. And then that led to Asuka's elimination, which sucked to see because I was like, oh, dang, like, are they going to give this to Asuka? Like, I'm down for that, man, honestly. Um, you know, listen, you know, you booked her like shit for the past few years. You might as well. Yeah. If you have her this turn, you might as well strike while the iron is hot. You heard that crowd reaction, right? You know, yep. strike while the iron's hot. Go for it. But, you know, they didn't do it. But, well, again, I'm willing to give it a chance to see where they 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 end up with her. But, again, if she's right back where she was before, mm-hmm. you are going to hear it from me. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, for sure. Um, number And the final two, man, was, again, the first two. Women that started off is the first two women that ended, man. That is Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Uh, really cool. I actually like the finish of this match. Rhea Ripley, she's hanging on by a thread off the top rope. Liv Morgan's tr- is just plowing away on her hands, trying to break. And the she still cannot, kind of can't see because of the mist. Yeah, yeah, she still can't see the. Yeah, uh, she still got the mist in her eyes. She's like opening. Uh, she's kind of pretty much seeing with one eye open or whatever. And then yeah, man, Rhea Ripley gets her into like the hurricanrana on the apron. And she, mm-hmm. yeah, she hits the Hurricanrana off the apron and onto the floor, man. And yeah, man, that is that is how Rhea Ripley wins this match. Rhea Ripley, guys, is your 2023 Women's Royal Rumble match winner. She, you know, she runs the table from number one to thirty, and she lasts all twenty nine other women, and yep. she wins this match, man. So, and now the question is, does she go for Bianca Belair in the Raw Women's Title? Or does she go after Charlotte in the SmackDown women's title? Uh, Most people, of course, are saying that it's most likely going to be Bianca. And that's the question I do have, Brian, uh, before we get before we put this into into the tallies here. You know, let's just say if Rhea and I'm going to send this off to you, Mm -hmm. if Rhea Ripley does choose Bianca Belair, which to me, I think that is the match unless they're unless they. Because there's still skept, uh, there's still questions about her and Beth, right? There's a story being told with her and Beth. Uh, yeah, Beth. right. So you know, <clears throat> there's a lot of questions about where this can go. You know, does mm-hmm. she go after Bianca? Does she go after Charlotte? But yeah, man, your thoughts about this match as a whole, the whole Rumble match, and where do you see this playing out, Brian? The uh, floor is yours, man. Take it away. Right on. So overall, um, I like the the Rumble. Um, this this last ending here. Um, you know, I would have, so I was okay with, uh, with, uh, Asuka and Rhea in there as, as, you know, part of the last four, I guess, you know, I live Morgan. It just isn't doing it for me. Um, you know, I, I think it was definitely impressive and I, I understand what they're trying to do. She, you know, she was in there from start to finish again, over an hour. Impressive. Uh, she, she did look good. I'm not saying she looked like shit. I, I just think right now, I, I think with live and again this is just me personally speaking like i almost think like you kind of 
I don't want to not not start over with her, but but maybe just have you know have her take a step back, maybe from the title picture for now. Um, and and oh, maybe I don't think she's sniffing that title picture. I'll be honest with you. I don't yeah, yeah, and I and I don't I don't think she should be right now. Um, and she doesn't need to, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, and that's the thing with wrestling. I'll get back to you in just a second. I want to make this last comment. Well, that's the thing about wrestling fans these days. It's like we always just talk about the title picture. It's just like, guys, just book them in a non-title feud and then go from there. Like, not not everything just has to lead to the title. Like, Bray Wyatt, he does not need to be relevant to hold a title. Like, he doesn't need to hold a title to be relevant. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, The Undertaker never really needed a a title to be relevant. Neither does any other superstar if they're booked correctly now obviously it would if they're if they're over enough then yeah then we'll obviously talk about championships but when it comes to Liv morgan man you know like i said i know i understand people are skeptical about her you know they, they, they don't do it for her i completely understand that mm-hmm. um but with Liv morgan man they're from what i've seen at least from this past year you know if you take away that year then i can completely where you understand where you and other people are coming from but i just see her matches with with Becky Lynch, her mm-hmm. matches that she's had in the in the past is when you no know, that that moment that she had with the Money in the Bank briefcase, and um and winning the SmackDown title, I yeah. think there's something there. You know, there, there there's clearly there is. something in her. You know, sure. and there's a place for her. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not saying you make her the greatest thing since sliced bread, but there's a place for her, man. But yeah, that's just my thoughts, man. Brian, continue. Um. Yeah. So, and we might we might have a. A difference in, uh, of opinion here, but Nia Jax coming out for 30. I, I mean, I don't know that you needed to have her 30 as like the big entrance, but I've always liked Nia Jax. I know she's not great in the ring. Um, and whether, you know, she definitely has a reputation or you've heard things out there about her injuring wrestlers. Um, I mean, I, I guess I would say, yes, some of them are legit. I don't know how overblown it may be. I mean, there's there's definitely been been some, you know, an occasion or two, which yeah, she for sure would need to clean that up. But for, I, I don't know what it is. I, I've always, I've wanted to see her get pushed. And yeah, I can definitely see the, she hasn't made that that big connection with the crowd. So, I mean, that's that's on her to some degree. And hopefully she can, you know, change that or you know if she's coming back in we'll we'll see where she goes but i got a list of names here man um where the women's division right now they have so many legit like athlete powerhouse type of people i'm just going to name off a few here Rhea ripley tamina uh piper niven now back in raquel zoe start from nxt um I'm going to put Lacey Evans in there. I don't really like this gimmick that she's coming back with. But, dude, I mean, she can be – she is an athletic, big, strong – you know, there is something there with her. If all of these women – it depends on the booking. I'm going to – I got a couple more here. Uh, Indy Hartwell, who obviously is very young from NXT, but, again, this is the, the future, you know. Um Roxanne Perez, Nia Jax. I mean, so right there, there's like eight to ten names that are just like, and then you still have the the Bailey, uh, Becky. You know, you still have them as well. Asuka. So really, overall, like the women's division right now, like 
if booked properly, if they can get TV time, man, I think there is a lot there. Um, and I, I didn't write all of them down, but there was a number of kind of like face-offs between these women in this match that were just like, yeah, I want to freaking see that match, man. Um, so we'll see in the end where, where all these ladies end up, but really for the talent that was in there, if booking, if they can get booking correct, and of course they, you know, the, the wrestlers need to tell a story and, and get themselves over, but man, there, there really is so much talent there. Um, and, and of course in the men's too, but I, I just, for whatever reason, it just struck me as I'm watching it, like how, and I'm also left about Bianca Belair, man. I totally left her off that list. Um, so yeah, just so much talent and so many different match combinations, you know, I'm just looking at if, if you wanted to, you know, try to make storylines here. Um, yeah, I just, I, I have uh, high hopes for the women's division, you know, come off of this WrestleMania, just because all, all of these women, and again, there was at least a handful of NXT, uh, um, participants in it, which, was nice to see as you know they're you know they're not quite there yet but you can see they're on their way um and that's how you continue to build right through through moments like this where they have a moment in the rumble or a, rum, a moment you know in some other show that's how you build them um so all in all i i think Rhea needed to win that that was hers to win um, so yeah. i think good call there um mm-hmm. I, I just personally, I would have maybe changed the final four women in there, but really that's the only, and, and the fact that there weren't many surprise entrances, entrances, I would have, again, since we had saw Beth Phoenix earlier in the night, I would have loved to see her in the rumble match and, you know, have a moment with Rhea Ripley in there. Um, but all, all in all, um, if we're going to go ahead, I'm going to, I guess I'll just start with the, how I rate it. I'm going to go ahead and and put that in the good column as well. I thought it was uh, entertaining throughout. Um, Again, different storylines throughout with damage control and Becky, Asuka coming back, Nia coming back, um, Lacey Evans coming back. I mean, she she was another one, Piper Niven. Um, So, yeah, all in all, I think it was was a good Rumble match for the women. Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned uh, the women, you know, in in this in this businessman or this company. There's a lot of talent. There yeah. really is a lot of talent. I always mention that about you know, just because I don't like somebody, guys, doesn't mean I don't want to see them succeed. I want right, right. There's talent in a lot of these women. You know, even though I I I'm skeptical about Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans and Nia Jax. You know, there are places for these women. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just and it's just about you know finding the right spots in the segments and characters that fit well for them that they mm-hmm. can succeed you know now sure, again, Nia Jax again you know Nia Jax is just somebody that you know again is known for being an unsafe worker and I have to call that out because she is you know I, I can't just ignore that so that's other why than, I know me, there's been a couple other things I, I obviously I think the biggest one probably is the broken nose to Becky what yeah. are some because I, I know there's another like two or three instances that that might have happened. Do you know what they are offhand? I want to say, um, I do want to say, I believe Asuka is one. I believe that was, you know, this is just off again from the top of my head. I'll do more mm-hmm. research, obviously, because obviously, you know, you guys know me, I don't like to, you know, try to spew facts without actually, yeah, yeah, them. right. But off the top of my head, I do want to say Asuka was one, actually, Kyrie Zane. 
don't know if you guys remember Kyrie Zane was actually uh, one. It was not yeah. Oscar. It was Kyrie Zane is one. Um, and then a few others, um, I believe was also um there's another again there's two others i remember from the past as well off gotcha. the top of my head i just don't remember but again i'll I'll do my research and go back on those but there have been a few i yeah, know that for yeah. a fact though but who they are i still have to go back and do my research with that but but yeah and, and that's just what i mean man it's just even though we like you know some people like nia jackson we just we have to call this stuff out the way it is and that's why you know her at number 30 it's just Listen, I understand she has her fans. She has, you know, this and that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's see with me. And I, just for I, her to get eliminated and not even like, if you're going to have her at 30, oh, bro, I didn't. Yeah. Like, do I, I totally something forgot with to say her, that. Then, you know, well, like, I do like, so I, sorry to cut you off. I do no, like no, the no, way no. that, you know, when she came in, like all the women like stood back and then yeah. all of them attacked her and pretty much like all of them eliminated her, eliminated her, you know, yeah. so. I do think that was that was booked well yeah. for her. I and, mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can under, I can understand that. But yeah, I, she I, didn't last long. Again, but yeah, that's the thing. She's supposed to be this big, you know, strong woman, right? Like so right. that's that's again, you know, it's just like two like a minute or two like not even lasting hardly her entire entry. It's just I don't know, man. It's just I'm 50 I'm I'm 50 50 60 40 with it honestly. And that's how I honestly yeah. was without this entire match. Um look, there was there was a lot of obviously again the surprises outside of Oscar and Michelle McCool not a whole lot man and nothing yeah. and again and and I do agree with you with the whole final four again with Nikki Cross and you know even though I do like Liv I can understand why people would not like the fact that she lasted that long I can completely understand that Rhea and Oscar to me definitely fit in that category yeah absolutely. Sure. I think it yeah. should have came down to Rhea and Asuka, to be honest with you. I think Asuka, the pop again that she got, mm-hmm. you might as well have at least her in the final two. I'm sorry. I mean, honestly, you know, we know how talented she is. She has this new character. A lot of old school wrestling fans, they know about that character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, um, again, and we knew it was also in regards to Rhea Ripley winning, which was obviously the right call. Um, I, I think I, I don't know unless you were, you know, you wanted to, you know go crazy and have Asuka win it because I don't know who else would have really won this match would have gone like, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm invested to see who she faces. You know, you know, you have Rhea who's been tremendously over with this whole judgment day shtick. So to me, Mm -hmm. the, I said the same thing about Cody Rhodes. It needed to be done. So even though it was predictable to me, and I'm 50, 50 with this, I, I was skeptical about, I was, on the fence of whether to put this in the good or the bad. I like the Oscar return. Michelle McCool coming back was nice. Roxanne Perez getting some shine in this match, being the NXT Women's Champion, getting some shine. Um, you know, and then obviously in in the uh, the elimination, I thought was actually a nice little touch. The, yeah. the elimination, the Hurricanrana off the apron. So again, I'm just I'm going back to the term what I said. I think there's the good. In the good, referring to you know the return of Oscar, the fact that Rhea they went full throttle and had Rhea Ripley win this mm-hmm. match, which was the right call. They made they they also made a star out of Rhea Ripley. If people don't know too much about Rhea Ripley, yeah. Um, and again, man, it's just I understand these things can be predictable, um, but again, it's just the way that it's done. Um, and, and I like the fact that they gave Liv Morgan that spotlight to give her into that final two moment, which I understand people can be, can be 
suspect about that as well. But again, it reminds you that Liv Morgan, there's talent there. And I hope sure. hopefully this also leads to something for Liv Morgan to WrestleMania, not some just like throwing it into some battle royal or some shit like that. But, right. you know, that's a different story for a different day. But I was 50-50 with this. And, you know, I've come to terms that this women's Royal Rumble match is going to go into the good column. Um, again, guys, I was very, this was very close decision for me. This was not an easy decision, but I just think, you know, Rhea, how great she looked in there, you know, um, the whole Michelle McCool, the pop she got her entering the crowd mm-hmm. was a nice, cool moment. I'm going to remember that. Asuka coming back was just a, such an awesome moment. What 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 it leads to for her is a different story, of course. And the fact that Rhea Ripley, you know, winning this match, the right decision was made. Yeah. And that's the main <clears throat> thing of why I put this in the good column. The right decision was made here. And WWE deserves those deserves that props. And, you know, now we see where she goes from here. Um, you know, obviously it looks like it's most likely going to be the raw women's championship and Bianca Belair. Um, but yeah, we'll see. And then, then there's going to be now questions about the SmackDown women's championship, you know, um, you know, is it going to be Ronda Rousey again? Pray to God, not, um, I actually had a quick, where where, I was surprised. Does she have an injury right now? Or I was surprised not to see her in the rumble. She was was not. Yeah. She was not in this match. She was not promoted in the show. Yeah. No, there was nothing about Ronda Rousey, uh, in the show. And listen, I like Ronda Rousey. I know people are skeptical about her too. Um, but I will say again, Ronda Rousey, again, it's just, it's disappointing that, you know, it's just, everybody was just so upset with her for some freaking odd reason to take the title off of her in that matter with Charlotte Flair. You guys know how I feel about that shit. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just devastating, man. So, I mean, look, I mean, and then, like I said, there's questions as I do want to get to this main event, man, because there's a lot to talk about with that. Um, You know, do you have, you know, just listing names off the top of my head. Do you have, is, does Asuka go to the SmackDown brand to face Charlotte, you know, maybe to redeem herself, after you know Charlotte defeated her streak at WrestleMania a few years ago, do you tell that story? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you go the route and maybe put someone like you know? I know people won't like this situation, but do they give that 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 shot to Liv Morgan because she was pushed pretty heavily into this match? You know, yeah. Um, and again, I think it can work if you book uh, Liv Morgan properly the way she was booked up to the SmackDown Women's Championship, but. Um, but yeah, or do you maybe go a different route? Or honestly, since Charlotte Flair is a is a is a babyface, Brian, you know who I really think they're gonna go with? You ready for this? That? It's Lacey Evans. Yeah, Lacey that Evans. wouldn't shock me. Yeah, that would not shock yeah. me at all. I, I can right. see it. Ha- I think that, and honestly, that's my gut feeling is what that's what yeah. they're gonna go with: Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair at uh, at Mania. I could see that. I, I know people that. are like James. Please don't say that. Please do not say that, um, guys. I'm sorry. I just have to. I have to say. I say things with my gut. I say. I. I. I you know, spew my honesty with you guys. That's just where I think. Where I think it's gonna go, man. You know, Vince. He loves his blondes, man. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. To recap, so both me and Brian, um, both have four in the good, which was yep. Matt McAfee from the start. We had the men's Royal Rumble match, and now the women's Rumble match. 
And then that other third good was Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. And that one bad, unfortunately, was Bianca Belair versus Alexa Bliss from that mm-hmm. Raw Women's Championship earlier in the night. Now, we go into the main event. The main event of the night, mm. which was Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship. Is there a lot to talk about in this, in this match, is. Brian? Or yeah, what? It, oh, it man, was... there is a lot to go over. So let's just jump right into it, man, because I'm excited yep. to go over this. <clears throat> so, yeah, man, uh, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, um, you know, Sami Zayn is out there with Paul Heyman earlier in the night before uh, the show went on the air. You know, Roman Reigns was talking with Sami. He's like, listen, you know, you're coming with me. He's like, I want you with me tonight. Uso, Solo, you guys stay in the back. Um, yeah, man, and he's with Paul Heyman. You know, this is this tonight's a big night, is the quote unquote with Roman Reigns pretty much said. You know, they talked about the whole situation on SmackDown. You know, if you guys didn't catch SmackDown, Sammy uh kind of betrayed Roman's orders of not, you know, not showing up to the arena on SmackDown, not wanting to see him until Saturday. And mm-hmm. you know, again, Jay Uso defending him, which is crazy, man. Which is so awesome to see, storytelling wise, man. Yeah, uh, just a really cool moment. And then that, yeah. So, and then of course that led to being like, "Hey, Sammy, you're with me tonight." Uso solo, y'all stay in the back, man. So, Heyman, uh, Sammy Zayn, and Heyman is out with Roman Reigns and his long, just sick freaking entrance. I love his freaking entrance. Acknowledge me, <laughs> love it. Uh, yeah, man. So, uh, Sammy Uso chants right from the. Right from the jump, yeah, man, uh, right. just start rant, just echoing in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, yeah, man, and the, and the match, actually, I, I was skeptical about this match because we've seen this match in the past before, two years ago. Mm-hmm. I actually like this match itself before we get to the post-match. The match itself was, was decent. It was good. It was actually yeah. good. The pace was nice and slow to start. Um, You know, a nice slow pace. Roman's talking his shit. Sami Zayn and his, you know, the camera showing to his face and what he's looking at during this match. He had Paul Heyman, you know, saying, I acknowledge you, my tribal channel. That funny stuff, man. Again, just a really just a I just love the vibe of the match. It was really yeah. slow paced. That's why I always I always talk about this, man. The pace does not need to be so freaking fast where you have all these high flyers and shit just jumping from pillar not to pillar. Do not need that shit. Slow it down, tell the story. And let it breathe. And I love that stuff, man. So, but yeah, man, uh, Roman. So later in this match, man, again, the match was pretty solid, pretty physical for the most part. Uh, Roman KO went for a stunner. This was near, we're nearing the end of the match now. KO goes for a stunner. Roman throws him into the referee. So the referee is knocked down Mm -hmm. and Roman delivered a low blow into this match, you know? So Roman's trying to deliver all the stops here to defend his title, man, because KO is giving it to him. Um, yeah, man, Roman demands a chair from Sami Zayn. He's like, get a chair. He's like, he's like, you told me not to get involved. He told me not to get, he's like, he's like, I said, give me a chair, you know, and like, and he screams at freaking Sami Zayn and he, uh, he obeys his orders. He gives him the chair, uh, but he hesitates. He hesitates to give him the chair before he throws into the ring. And then that slight distraction, KO is able to, to take advantage and he stunners uh, he hits the stunner onto Roman into next week, and this dude literally kicks out at two and nine tenths, bro. I literally thought, even though we know deep down that Kevin Owens wasn't gonna win this title, you thought for a split second that right. oh my god, he's gonna win this freaking title, and then that so that I thought that count the way it was done, I thought it was like oh snap, it's like my heart was like 
pumping through my chest for a second. I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty, yeah. But anyway, yeah, man. So um, then, then we go to the outside. You know, Sami Zayn is telling KO, dude, just stay down. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing? Just stay down. Like, enough. He's like, he's like, he's, and you can see he's he's conflicted, right? Like, he wants right. to, because he kind of sees like where this is going with the bloodline. He kind of sees where Roman's like his 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 allegiance lies with him having the power and what's best for only Roman Reigns. It's not just the bloodline. It's what's best for him. Mm-hmm. And of course, Kevin Owens being his longtime friend, there's still that, you know, there's still that connection with him. And he just wants him to just, you know, he's kind of looking out for him, just saying, dude, like, just, just like being annoyed as well. Like, dude, just stay down. Like, what are you doing? And then Roman Reigns coming out of nowhere, spears Kevin Owens through the barricade, man. Nice little barricade spot. And then we go to the steel steps, man. Dude, I swear to God, Brian, I thought freaking Roman Reigns gave uh, Kevin Owens a freaking concussion, throwing him onto those freaking steps. I don't know that he didn't. This this dude literally takes this guy's head and slams the back of his head onto the steel steps with authority, bro. And I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. holy shit. (laughs) Like, my God, man. Uh, Just vicious. So vicious. So believable. I honestly thought it was even botched. That's how realistic it looked. Uh, but yeah, man. And then they get back into the ring. You know, uh, Roman is just kind of just toying with him. He's just slapping him around, you know, bullying his way. And then Kevin Owens, he's trying to fight back, but there's hardly anything left. And then Roman delivers the final blow. He hits the spear for the one, two, three. And Roman Reigns retains his WWE mm-hmm. Universal Championship. Before we get to the post match, uh, because there's a lot to talk about in the post match. Yeah. Thoughts about this match? Uh, yeah, the I, match itself. Yeah, the match itself. It, yeah, it was like you said. It was great, good storytelling, good pace. I thought throughout the match, uh, Sammy. Um, you know, it, it kept cutting to him and Paul outside, and man, Sammy, I can't, I can't even put it into words because I, I don't have that level of of acting or or skill or whatever, but it's he did it so well of towing the line where like you're not sure if he's if he's rooting for Roman or if he's having sympathy for Kego. It's like and it's he's towing the line there and he's doing it so well. Um so yeah I, I thought it was a great match. I will say uh you had mentioned that spear through the barricade and now I, maybe I might be a prisoner of the moment, and I know there's, you know, he Roman's given many great spears. Edge, of course. This to me, the the spear through the barricade was one of the best spears I've ever seen. I think. I mean, it was just, yeah, it, it just really looked great. And then the spot on the steps, um, I think even a couple of times, didn't he like pick KO up and like slam him backwards on the on yeah, the step? He slammed like, him like backwards, like back, like back of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it was, uh, yeah. It was the really, first it was actually, it was like it was like it was like cringeworthy. It was like, oh god, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it really was. So, um, yeah, just the match itself, well done, great storytelling by you know all of them, Paul, Sammy, uh, uh, Roman, and KO. So fantastic match. Yep, loved it. Absolutely. All right, guys, now it's time to get to the post-match because now this is where things get good to freaking epic. That's right, guys. I say freaking epic, and I'm not even joking. Let's talk about it, shall we? So, yeah, man, after the match, man, um, the the bloodline's in the ring. They're standing tall. However, Roman Reigns, you know, he says to everybody, hey, listen, 
this ain't done yet. No, let's 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 keep beating on this freaking dude. Mm-hmm. Let's keep picking the bones here. Like this this is this isn't done. Like we're gonna finish this dude off once and for all. And they have the Usos just wailing on this dude. The Usos hit the one D, and then just Kevin Owens like this dude is pretty much like half dead. <laughs> like yeah. they beat this dude to a bloody freaking pulp, man. Like it was. It was almost like hard to watch, man, because Sami Zayn is like he's again just so conflicted. He's like he's on edge. He's like, dude, like this is this needs to stop. Like you could tell mm-hmm. in his face, like this needs to stop. Roman, he's he's got handcuffs. They tie Kevin Owens into handcuffs. He's on the ring ropes with two handcuffs on the top of the ring rope, man. And then a super kick party, not the young. I was gonna guys. say, what was it about 15 super kicks? Freaking I mean... super, 15, 20 super kicks to this guy's freaking head. And it's just like, oh my, I'm like, again, man, just an unbelievable scene. Yeah. With this whole beatdown, man, at least from Kevin Owens, this Kevin Owens standpoint. And then, yeah, man, Roman Reigns grabs a chair and he's and he and he's saying to Kevin Owens while he's pretty much half out of it. And he's like, listen, man, he's like, I'm gonna do you a favor. He's like, listen, you know. You know, Sami Zayn, he's part of my family now. You know, this is our family. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. do you a favor. I'm just going to put you out of your misery once and for all. And he's about to wail over the head of Kevin Owens with the steel chair. And Sami Zayn guy steps in front of him. And he t- and he steps in front of him and, and tells him to stop. Like, dude, enough. Like, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn has seen enough. Like, he says, dude, stop. You don't need to do this. This is beneath you. Like, it's done. The damage has been done. Like, move on. Right. We've kicked his ass. He's like, dude, we've you kicked know, his we, ass. We, like, yeah. dude, enough. Like, this guy's done. Like, uh-huh. enough. Like, we don't need to go any further. It's done. And Roman Reigns, like, he's, you can tell wheels are spinning in his head. And he just, he, without looking at him, he just hands him the chair and he says, You do it. He's like, I want you to do this. I want you to finish this. And, and, and Sammy's like, I'm not doing that. No. It's like, take the chair and you do it now. And you can hear Paul Heyman like this is your moment, like in the background, like this is this is your like Shmuley calls him, <laughs> like Shmuley, uh, yeah, man. And then and Sane grabs the chair and he this guy and he's legit crying, guys. Like he he's grabs the chair, Roman's screaming at him to pull the mm-hmm. trigger, go ahead and do. It. He's like he's like he doesn't care about you, bro. He never cared about you. Like I've get you know he's like. You know, you're you're part of this bloodline. The bloodline has made you. Like, what are you gonna do? Going back to doing jackass shit? That's what he literally said. <laughs> That's, like, yeah, that was a good line. Like, freaking, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they, you know, you became a star because of us. Like, we yep. made you. Like, Kevin, no, he don't he doesn't care about <laughs> you. You know what I'm saying? And then while while Sami Zayn's holding the chair, and again, Sami Zayn is just so emotional, guys. He's getting to the point where he's starting to literally tear up. And Roman Reigns is now getting pissed. He's like, "Is are you crying, bro? And he turns to Paul. He's like, this dude's crying. And he starts just shoving Sami Zayn's face. And he's like, he's like, dude, you think this is a game, bro? Like, like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, you're crying in front of me, bro? Like, well, you think this is a game? Like, this is my life. This is my family, bro. Just getting so amplified, screaming in his face. And he's like, dude, you pull the trigger and you do it now. Like, those are my orders. Like, now. And and finally, man, and then Roman Reigns, he turns his back and then with one good swing, bro, hits freaking Roman Reigns over the back. And you heard the pop, Brian, as soon as this dude hits Roman over the back with that chair shot, the pop from San Antonio goosebumps, bro. Absolutely goosebumps. And Roman and Sami Zayn. sealed his fate because guys as soon as he delivers that chair shot 
He accepted his fate. He didn't try to escape. He knew the odds weren't in his favor. He looks towards the Usos, especially to Jay. He's like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. And Jay is like now in tears as well. And Jimmy wastes no time. He delivers a super kick and he just, Sami Zayn just accepts his fate, bro. Like he doesn't, you know, he knew that if he did this, he he was also was getting over. his freaking ass kicked. And that's what happened, man. Freaking Jimmy Uso, Solo Sokoa, he's pushing Jimmy off of him, delivers the Samoan spike. Paul Heyman is watching all of this unfold. Roman Reigns is just on the ground like, I can't believe this guy just did this. And then as they continue to beat on him, Jay Uso is in the corner, like just standing there. Like he's just looking at the ground like he's like, like he doesn't know what to do. Like he's also conflicted. Mm-hmm. While they're just beating the shit out of out of Sami Zayn now at this point, again Kevin Owens is still half dead with with, with, <laughs> right. the, with the getting handcuffed to the ropes, and yeah, man, and just and then as they continue the beat down, you know they're like they turn to Jey Uso like, dude, come on, let's finish this. What are you doing? What like, bro, like you know he just sealed his fate. Like he just showed his cards. Like let's let's finish this dude off. And guys, Jey Uso walks off. He mm-hmm. fucking leaves. He li- he rolls underneath the ring ropes, and he leaves. He takes off, and Roman Reigns and Jimmy are baffled that this dude, like, like Jay Uso, is in tears. He's like, he's in distraught, and he walks to the back, and he's gone. And then Roman Reigns he turns his attention back to Sami Zayn, and now he's even more pissed. He's like, dude, you're. He's like, you just ruined. Like you just teared apart my family. Like how and he just wails chair shots onto him. Night it just nonstop. He's mm-hmm. punching him left and right. And then again, man, again, and just just leaving him in a bloody pulp. Jimmy Uso kicks Kevin Owens again for good measure before they <laughs> yeah, yeah. leave. And yeah, man, they stand tall. Um, you know, at the you know, Roman, Jimmy, Solo, alongside Paul Heyman. You get a they also and also Roman got a fuck you Roman chant. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, too, right? now, at first Literally I couldn't understand what they were the saying. Crowd, you hear fuck you Roman. That yeah. is how invested this crowd was into this segment where this guy got so much heel heat in the best way possible yep. where the entire place, the entire city of San Antonio is chanting fuck you Roman. Freaking epic. It was, it was great. <laughs> I can't express... Look, Brian, I'm lost for words of how epic from start to finish this freaking <sighs> shit was. I, I can't. And, and, and like I said, man, to end it, Roman, Jimmy, and Solo, what's remaining left in the bloodline, they stand tall, they look back at the ring, and we click off the air, man. Yeah. And that was your segment. Brian, what the hell did we just watch? Dude, yeah, that it was... The... Guys, I've been watching professional wrestling, right? Obviously not as long as you, Brian, but I've been watching this now for pretty close to about over 15 years. This mm-hmm. was one of the best post-match segments I have seen in probably the past five to 10 years. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. This was epic on multiple levels, multiple proportions, to yeah. where this was just phenomenal. It was mm-hmm. fucking epic. Yep. And I can't express enough gratitude and praise to Roman, to Sammy, to Jey Uso, 
Jimmy Uso, even Kevin Owens, how yep. everybody did their part and how everybody just did everything so beautifully and they created magic because that's what they did, Brian. They yep. created magic. And if you guys know this platform, if you guys know me, if you guys know the 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 reason behind this of why we have this platform is to get moments like this. Mm-hmm. This is what I have been asking for for years <laughs> and years and years and years just for somebody to give a shit about about a storyline, a feud, whatever it is. And this mm-hmm. is what and this is what I'm telling you Brian. This is why I'm I'm on the fence about WWE because they've proven to you that they can still deliver epic shit even in today's wrestling. And it's a shame that there's other segments and other feuds throughout the rest of this company and the rest of this in the involving WWE is nowhere near the same stratosphere. And that's what bothers me. But again, man, I couldn't be more happy and just more ecstatic to Mm -hmm. just see that show go off the air as amazing and as just on the most beautifulest measures. I don't even know if that's a word. (laughs) (laughs) Just again, man, from from the start to the end now. And and by the way, guys, by the way, this isn't done. It's still, yeah. This isn't done. We still got Elimination Chamber. And yep. we still got freaking WrestleMania, man. So by the way, and to end this to end to end this off, Brian, I'm gonna send this to you. And I'm not even gonna waste any time, guys. I'm gonna mark this tally. <laughs> this was not good, guys. This was fucking great. And for that, this match and this post-match segment. Fuck two goods. That gets three. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious like yeah guys, I, feel I can't you. express enough just how just epic this was to the mannerisms to everything coming through full circle yeah to the crowd being into every single word and moment it was just beautiful mm-hmm. okay this is mm-hmm. what i have been begging begging for this company to do is to give me a storyline, just one, right? Just something. And they gave it to us last night. And that is the way you end a show. And that Brian is the definition of a fucking banger. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, Yeah. I, I mean the whole, so I, uh, you know, I, I know I've I've watched enough wrestling to where I can, um, you know, not that I, I I'm not the utmost expert, but I can generally predict or see what's coming. You know, I will say I was totally taken off guard last night because I didn't expect. You know, I, obviously I knew the turn was coming. I didn't expect it last night, and I didn't expect it from Sammy. Um, you know, I I was thinking this will at least go to elimination chamber. And something will happen there, but it'll be the bloodline turning on Sammy, not not the other way around. Um, so yeah, so to to be to be shocked like that, oh man, it, yeah, that was great. And yeah, you could have put that that segment, this story, you could have dropped that back into the Attitude Era at at the height of wrestling, and 
it, it would have worked, you know, just as well. Like, yeah, everybody involved um, for the last two years, you know, involved with the storyline, really, you know, I, I can't say enough about the work. They really, everybody has. Um, but yeah, for me too, like, I, I mean, I, you could feel the emotion from Sammy, the, the confliction, and even still, up until he hit Roman, like I, I thought he was going to hit KO. You know, uh, you know, it, I just thought that's what it, how it was going to go down. Um, so, and then of course you got to have the bloodline and and the story they're telling with Jay too. Let's not forget about Jay because I think I mentioned it on last show. Jay was the one that when all this got kicked off with the bloodline, he was the hesitant one to to fall under Roman, right? And they had that whole hell in a cell match and, you know, all of that stuff. So there's a story to tell here with Jay as well, you know, where maybe he's like seeing like the same, same kind of thing Sammy saw. Go ahead, man. I'm going to interrupt you, man, because Jay Uso just posted something on Instagram and I'm going to oh. get back to you. And this involves the storyline. Okay. Literally the, the bio, it's a picture of him, like that same look he had when he was in the brink, the, 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 on the turnbuckle in the ropes mm -hmm. and the cat, you know, ready for this? The bio literally says I'm out. He says I'm out. Yeah. And then, and, and, a, and he has a story of a, of a, of a, um, a side-by-side -side picture or like, it's a picture. Uh, it's like a, it's like a divided picture. Roman's uh -huh. in one. He's in another. It's a picture of him walking out and it's Roman looking at him while he's walking out from last night's rumble. Uh -huh. And it says, run it back. So that tells you right there. That's breaking news. Like that's, that's yeah, the thing, yeah, guys. That's on absolutely. his Instagram. That's on his story. And that shows you, man, Jay Uso. Now, who knows, man? I mean, that, that could lead to the bloodline. Maybe they try to talk him into it. It's like, listen, I'm going to give you one chance to, sure. to, 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 you know, to redeem yourself and to, to allow you back. We're going to give you a second chance. So we'll see how that leads out, man. But. Yeah, I mean Jay Jay Uso has shown his cards. He he did not like the way because he saw because like because like you said, man, you know it's like full circle. You know yep. Jay Uso was the first one to be. He was the right hand man, and now here he is, months years in advance, and he's the first one of this bloodline outside of Sami Zayn, of course, being the honorary Uso to say I'm out. I'm yeah, done, man, and that's what I mean, man. The what's left of the bloodline and now we're getting into the good of it man to mm -hmm. where that leads up to that wrestlemania moment uh yep coming up soon in hollywood so but yeah Brian, and i, and I think man. there'll be there'll be many of them right and now you know i'm even thinking let me close out out my thoughts on this show i mean yeah fantastic the the ending man it was beautiful it left me wanting more i didn't i wasn't ready for it to end you know so yeah it was awesome um but now, you know, as we as we were heading into WrestleMania, you know, there's been speculation of, you know, is The Rock coming? Is Stone Cold coming? I, I, I've and I I would love to see The Rock and Stone Cold either or or both. I mean, I, sure, I'm I'm never going to turn that down, but I I'm fully 100 percent right now behind WrestleMania. It's got to be Cody and Sammy. Like say it, it that's like or, forget forget bringing the rock in forget bringing Stone Cold in or what they it's could Sammy. do what they could do Brian because and uh, elimination chambers in Montreal 
They oh, could okay. do they they probably what what they most likely will do is have Sammy versus Roman at Elimination Chamber you in think? Montreal. Or they have him win the chamber, right? An elimination chamber, right? Go figure. He right. wins the chamber to face Roman Reigns at Mania. So who knows? See, man? But yeah, I'm but, always but I, I agree with you, man. Right now, outside of 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 Cody Rhodes, mm-hmm. right, who just won the Rumble, and Sami Zayn, who else are you going to have? Yeah, and Who's I'm, gonna I'm always going to be because in the Roman corner because this is the setting where Roman needs to lose those titles. Right. This is the perfect opportunity. It's sitting in their lap, mm-hmm. and I can't think of any other two people that are more over than Cody Rhodes with his return as a as a big baby face of the company right now. Yep. And Sami Zayn. And, and when else? he when he makes his first appearance now as turning back to a baby face, Sami Zayn, whether if that's on Raw tomorrow or SmackDown on Friday, dude, the pop he's going to get, how over he's going to be, yeah. And and I'm always in the in the in the uh I'll always back the person who while it might be nice to to bring in the rock and yeah, that's going to sell tickets and whatever. So can Sami Zayn, and I think he's proven it in this storyline. Now, now, maybe not to the extent that Rock can. You know, that's I mean, he's obviously a a, a megastar, but you gotta reward the guys who have put in the work. And Sami Zayn has has told this story beautifully. He's done this for nine, ten months now. You just had him turn. Yeah, got it's Sammy. It's like he's he's earned this. He's done this. Absolutely. It's it's his it's his for the taking, in my opinion. So yeah, excellent way to close out the show. Um, man, I'm so excited to see where it go, where what happens with the bloodline and Sammy and KO going from here, um, as well as many other storylines as as we mentioned throughout the show. I mean, there's there's a good. Uh, I'd say even like four to five storylines that I'm pretty heavily invested in following and seeing where they go. So uh, for, for the, the score again, I thought it, it, it went up to, to great as well. It suppressed good. So I, I gave them two as well. So yeah, my final tally is a uh, six good and one bad and no ugly. So I thought overall, man, it was a good pay-per-view. It really was. Absolutely, man. And I'm on the same boat with you, man. I have, not six, but I have seven because I, <laughs> I was just it, you it can was, tell it was how awesome. amazing, yeah. I, how just so intrigued I was to that segment. Like that, I said that wasn't good, that wasn't great, that was freaking epic, and that sure. deserves more than two freaking goods to me, man. Because I have never seen a segment go off like that in that type of fashion mm-hmm. in a in a such in the most positive way imaginable in years. And yeah, yeah, that, it's been a while. Yeah, it deserves the praise, and like I said, man, you you produce good shit, you're gonna get positive results, man. So, but yeah, man, that right there is yep. my final tally, man. So I have it at seven good, one in the bad, and zero, zero, man, in the ugly. So overall, man, through our uh, review throughout our takes, throughout our critiques. Royal Rumble 2023, January 28th, was indeed a good show, man. Yeah, absolutely. So Royal Rumble is over, but WrestleMania season has officially begun.
Yep, it's going to be a good one. I, I, I haven't been excited for the for one like that. You know, the the Rumble to Mania with everything involved. Yeah, I haven't been that uh, this excited for that in in years, man. Really. Absolutely, guys. Guys, once again, I want to thank everybody tuning in. Thank you, everybody, for watching, man. The first pay-per-view review is in the books. This is mm-hmm. one of many. I hope you guys enjoyed this type of content. Let us know through our Facebook page and through Instagram if you guys like this type of stuff and what else type of stuff that you guys want to see, man. Because at the end of the Absolutely. day, even though there's a goal set in mind within these podcasts, but at the same time, man, we always like to give you guys good content and new interesting stuff, man. So if you guys like this type of stuff, let us know and we will definitely give it to you guys uh, for the next pay-per-view whenever that time comes, man. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode number 12, man. This was the WWE Royal Rumble review, the first pay-per-view review. Our next episode, join us, will be on Tuesday, man. See what the fallout is for Monday Night Raw. That review will be out Tuesday. And, of course, AEW and SmackDown to follow suit into that week, man. So, like I said, man, the Royal Rumble is over, but the road to WrestleMania has now begun. Yep, looking my name forward is to James, it. Uh, my name is James Porcelli. I'm Brian Thomas. And we are signing off saying salute, peace out, and take care, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>